0: and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Terry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks
1: well thank you very much mr announcer marty thank you so much well, hello everyone and welcome to sports lounge live and i'm going to bring in chris Stevin. he kind of he's kind of the quarterback here so i'm going to hand it off to chris
2: yeah i only had four turnovers last week so uh, all, yeah. well, wait, 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 chris we're, we're
3: off to a great start we already have a hand
2: I bet I know that it's Jerry. He wants to talk about that. You're, go, race, you're so. good. Go ahead, though. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, wait. all right, well, we're going to do that pretty early on. So let's give you our agenda. First of all, we'll tell you that this show is from uh, for May 18th, 2021, show number 144 in this astounding series. And so uh, the agenda tonight, of course, we're going to go through the uh, list of deaths that we always do. We're going to go around through the panel, tell you uh, quickly about uh, uh, auto racing. We did uh, get the winner on that one. I don't think we have the golf winner, but that's okay. K H yeah, we... Lee. Okay, and then uh, so then we'll go through and we'll do baseball. Uh, we will do the NBA, and tonight's kind of a historic. As a matter of fact, Bill would like us to be done by six thirty Eastern because <laughs> the Indiana Pacers are in an elimination game against the Charlotte Hornets in Indiana. But uh, we will. Uh, certainly get him out of here probably by about halftime of that game. Uh, So then we will have the the NBA, then we will do uh, the NFL, and we'll do the NHL. And we have the NHL is goofy. We got teams that are still playing regular season games while the playoffs are going on. This is really cool. <laughs> and then, um, and then, then college. A couple of college items. And with within the NBA, we'll also run down the Hall of Fame uh, people that uh, were inducted uh, this, this week, and will be inducted next year as the Hall of Fame ceremonies return uh, back to the normal time. But the death list is fairly short, so. Oh, and then, of course, Sean will have to do his poll question before we do the death at the end of the show, and he'll tell you about that later. So the death, <laughs> list, death list, as we promised last week, we have more information about Cole Brennan, the uh, 37-year-old quarterback from uh, Hawaii who died. Uh, then we have Jerry Burns, 94 years old, coached Iowa and the Minnesota Vikings and a long-time assistant with the Packers and Iowa, and we'll run that down for you. Don Dyer, 87 years old, NAI basketball coach. Uh, Bobby Jones, 81 years old, Division II basketball coach. And uh, Fred Martinelli, uh, 92 years old, uh, Ashland uh, College in Ohio. He was their longtime coach and athletic director. So that's what we're going to have near the end of the show. And but by the anyways, way,
3: Chris, you know I always point out these Iowans. I, don't know, <laughs> I know who Jerry Burns is, obviously, but I don't yeah. remember him at Iowa because I wasn't born yet.
2: That's correct. I know that. We will talk about that. But I remember him in the NFL. So um, anyway, I remember we've got, in the NFL. Yeah, that's right. So, anyways, for my panel uh, thing, we have uh, we got the word la- yesterday that we have uh, hit the p- a point where 75% of adults have uh, have had at least one shot here. That 99% of the people are going back for their second shots, like good people should do. And so on on the 29th, which is a week from uh, this coming Saturday, we're having almost all restrictions lifted, which means that. If the Celtics and Bruins are still alive, uh, they will can play before capacity crowds at the Garden. Uh, the Red Sox can play uh, in capacity at the Fenway Park. And uh, the only time people in Massachusetts would need masks, so for the most part, is uh, in schools, in public transportation, and, or in hospitals. So that's kind of the way that, that's going to be. And uh, life is pretty much getting back to normal, and, and that's uh, pretty good. So and as, as we go through the show, we'll talk about the state of – the two teams we have the celtics in a play-in game uh, also tonight and uh, we'll be talking about the nba so we won't and the bruins uh, and um, pulled out a big one last night so that's basically my comment what do you got rick well we had the nfl schedule released last week yeah
4: so that, that's that's we've had three agency the draft and now the nfl schedules that should be nothing major before training camp so i can start getting to work on my fantasy football team <laughs> there you go and uh I don't know if you, people, you guys realized it, but my, my number one sport is football. Like, I know I'm trying to keep that. You know, oh, here, but we didn't realize that. But my second, and, and unlike when I was younger, when hockey was my fourth sport, it's now by far my second favorite sport. And I say this every year, and I still believe it's true, that there is nothing like the NHL playoffs. No. there's You know, you have teams, unlike the NBA, you can have upsets. like You can ride a hot goalie all the way to the Stanley Cup. And it's nail-biting time with these overtime games all the time. And I just think they're great. So with that, I'll turn it over to a guy who also loves hockey so much, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Once <laughs> you we know tell what him the... what it is. You, yeah. you know what, though? I, I
3: watch it, too. When the playoffs start... I, I am. I usually watch it. And I, what have we had? That we have had seven, seven or eight games, and what four of them have been overtime games. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And the road teams it's have been winning
2: uh, a majority of the games too. Yeah, but the, the unfortunate.
3: Fast. The unfortunate is, my uh, St. Louis Blues were not one of them. They did not play too well last night. Unfortunately,
5: but. they're they're running into a juggernaut, Perry. So.
3: Oh, and, and I, I believe the Blues have some COVID and some injury things going on, too. But yeah. the good news here is the i Cubs, I guess, starting tonight, they are opening up the stadium. Uh, they're going to be able to have on-field promotions, national anthems, first pitches. And uh, you you they're, they're going on the honor system. So if you've been vaccinated, you don't need a mask. If you haven't been vaccinated, they would still like you to do it. but. They're going on the honor system. But, boy, and it just sounds great to have crowds back. I got to tell you, uh, the Cubs and the White Sox get to go to 60% next week. And the the Cubs have sounded great with what they've had. But I can't – that's going to sound really good when you get even more back. So we are looking forward to that.
4: Bill? I watched the Tampa Bay-Florida hockey game the other night, and – I, I've, I've sworn it was capacity. It was so loud. And then they that said there was only
2: like 9,000 people there. Yeah. Wow. It, it was loud, though.
4: You're right. Yeah. It was <laughs> loud.
2: And as far as I know, by the way, the NHL announcers in these this country, the ones I've heard so far, have traveled with their teams. They're, yes. they're at the, the arena. So that it's starting with the Bruins on Saturday night. So Although the
3: blu- the Blues did not travel.
2: No okay well i know the islanders did and i know that uh, tampa bay did so i don't know but uh, they're allowed to nobody in the league is stopping them really it's sort of what you would i think the teams work out among themselves right. with the buildings when you go there yeah. i think that's the way it's working okay bill
1: well one good thing is the cincinnati reds will have a hundred percent on june the second so that's that's a good thing good to hear gab have a big big crowd in there and that's good and i think i don't think our indiana pacers are going to be around long enough to worry about the 100 percent. so i don't think we're going to have to worry about that too much other than that just watching a little sports on the side and doing a lot of reading and got my second shot what is on thursday and friday i was really feeling a bad reaction but hey by saturday i was good again so what can i say And let's turn it over to robert.
3: robert before you do robert one thing i forgot to mention is they oh. must have decided at least in the triple a range to forget about these monitor things because um i don't think in all cases they're doing it but i know alex cohen traveled to saint paul last week and uh, Jake, Jake Eisenberg from Omaha is here today. So in some cases, they are traveling. Robert.
1: Oh, in one bulletin. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go no, ahead, Bill. Just real quick. I'll keep it real quick. Chris, put this on your list. Rennie Stinnett. I think you remember him from the Pirates. Oh, yeah. somewhere, 72 passed away today.
2: Oh, okay. Well, i will have info on him next week. Uh, yeah, I, I they, just wanted to let you know us, because
1: you're yeah, the was doctor.
2: Good hitter. Good hitter. Dr. Death, hard. yes. Yep. Okay. Inside, uh, uh, well,
5: yeah. Um, first of all, uh, I'm getting back to normal. Um, I'm. Did you guys think level. he was
2: normal? I'd vote out there. <laughs> yeah. Or to or ten, eight, eight. eight seven six. We'll, we'll vote on that. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Robert.
5: But, uh, I'm getting back to normal. It's it's good to be able to finally communicate and and do other things that some people can take for granted sometimes. Um, in NASCAR, Alex Bowman won the race. Now in golf this week we have the second major we have the PGA Championship so yep. we'll we'll be talking about that Wait, next have we week. found out
2: where the PGA is this week
5: yeah uh, yeah uh, what course is it on does anybody know oh no I don't honestly okay. I don't know All I right. it's no.
2: Um, well, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. We, that's anyway, part of um, our assignment for next week. We'll uh, find
5: one, one other piece of uh, sports news for those that follow boxing, we're going to have a unification fight, which means all four championship belts are going to be available uh, up for bids because the two champions in the division are meeting in Las Vegas on Saturday in the, in the 140 uh, pound division. Jose Ramirez from uh, Fresno, California, and uh, Josh Taylor from uh, England. They are meeting in a unification bout, and the winner takes all four belts. And you will be able to see that on uh, ESPN this weekend. If you want so, to
2: break into Peaches and Herb reunited. You know, that's yes. good stuff. Huh? So uh,
6: oh,
5: they're going to show
2: uh, it on regular ESPN.
5: Huh? Yeah, they are, and, and wow. it, of course, of course, if you have ESPN Plus, they're going to show all the undercard fights. Um, and uh, it's a very rare thing to see these days. So I like to point it out when two fighters actually get their names on contracts and they actually put it together and,
6: actually, and, and we're actually going to have that. So I mean, and, it's on cable, but it's basically a free fight. If you yeah, have cable, it's free. That, uh, that doesn't happen. No. no.
5: And as far as the two heavyweights are concerned, it looks like August 14th will be the day that that occurs. Uh, it's looking more and more likely. Uh, I've been following it closely. Um, so, but I will make more announcements on that when it becomes official in the fight. We'll be in Saudi Arabia as previously, uh, uh, mentioned. Uh, but it's very nice to see a uh, unification bout in the sport of boxing when you used to have them on a regular basis, but you don't get them
6: very much anymore.
7: Yep. Uh, Sean, right, go ahead. John.
6: Well, here's the big. NASCAR is coming here to Austin to the Formula One track this weekend. Uh, the big—I forget what the the Grand Prix of Texas or something—I can't think of the exact name. Matthew McConaughey is going to be the the Grand Marshal for it, and they're doing it there. Plus, also with the Round Express games, they're doing something. They're opening up to capacity, and you don't have to wear your masks, they're going on honor, you know, vaccination, but they're doing this and the Round Rock Express are doing it, and the Texas Rangers are also doing this. They're going to have sections available that are socially distant. If you're still not totally comfortable and you want to mask up, you're not, you can get in one of their socially distant sections. But if you're fine then Hey, you know, hang out, go hang out with the crowd. It's it's you know, they're leaving it up to you and what your comfort level is. So all of these are doing that. And I think the Astros are going to start doing it. And if the Spurs advance, which <laughs> probably not, <laughs> probably not. I think we're looking at pops last game tomorrow, but you know, but anyway, also, uh, don't forget, you can leave us messages anytime throughout the week at sportslines at 773-572-7715. Or during the show today, you can dial in 646-876-9923 or download the Zoom app and dial 287-723. 4,600 at key twice. Star 9 raises your hand. And that's where you can comment on anything, including the poll question. And I actually got this from Rudy Tomjanovich in his Hall of Fame induction speech. Got me thinking about some people. Now, we're not talking controversy as far as steroids but or any of this, but who do you think should be in the Hall of Fame in the different sports that is not? And who do you think it is that shouldn't be? Based on Uh, performance. We're not talking performance enhancement stuff or any of that, or the Pete, or the obvious, the Pete Rose stuff, that's the big debate, you know. Well, we're talking based on on on-field, you know, stuff, who should or shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but we'll get to that later, but I know we have a hand raise as we get ready to talk about Preakness, and a lot of big news coming out of that, so, hey. Yeah.
3: So, Jerry, if you want to unmute, we can talk to you about the Preakness.
2: Yeah. Well, It okay. always takes Jerry a while. You know, he's got that.
7: Uh, unmuted. There yeah, you know. yeah, hear that?
2: There is that? You are unmuted, Jerry. Okay, this
7: is a little... Up, Jerry. Oh, you're Jerry, you're going to get closer
2: you get to your, your phone.
3: phone. Strange, <laughs> uh, we, can, we cannot,
7: he- Jerry Jerry we cannot hear Jerry. We cannot hear something. We don't, don't know too. what
2: it is, folks. Why can't we just hear Jerry?
5: I've never heard Jerry sound like that. No. no.
7: He sounds way out oh, in the left okay. field. This is a little strange, but I don't have phone service at the moment from Comcast, so I called you on the Google device. Oh, that's
2: why. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. it's all right. Gross. Well, I guess we're not going to take any ads for Google. if it, you know, oh. This isn't good. Go, no, go ahead, go, go anyway, Jerry. Said, why we, don't I run down the Preakness stuff, and then you can comment at the end. How do we? How about if we do it that way? So uh, the Preakness was won by Rombauer, R-O-M-B-A-U-E-R, and, and uh, Midnight uh, Bourbon was second, and Medina Spirit was third. That's a controversial horse that Bob Baffert had. That still, they haven't decided about the Kentucky Derby, but either way, there will be no uh, Triple Crown this year, so that kind of takes the pressure off on the Derby uh, decision. But I mean, but Bob Baffert, things are swirling around him. He's got uh, four or five horses that have had problems this year. He's got New York is not going to allow what Maryland did, which is what they allowed Medina Spirit to run in the uh, Belmont. No Bob Baffert horses are going to run in the Belmont uh, unless... Maybe they could change their minds if the Kentucky <laughs> Derby thing goes his way, but at this point they're not going to allow that. Uh, Rombauer was an 11 to 1 horse and, uh, three and a half lengths over Midnight Bourbon. And then Medina Spirit, uh, Let's see. Uh, uh, and uh, the two to one uh, favorite also was uh, Medina Spirit and Concert Tour was four to one and Concert Tour ended up ninth. The race was 153.62 at the time. And Michael McCarthy, the first uh, Triple Crown uh, winner, and, uh, and he was an assistant of Todd Fletcher. And, of course, we've heard of him before. And the owners were John and Diane uh, Fratkin, uh, and uh, uh, the jockey was Flavian Pratt, who was on uh, – um, uh, he ran, rode Country House and ended up winning the 2019 Derby. But, of course, he came in – And as far as cl- crossing the line, it's his second Triple Crown win, but it's the first time he's crossed the line first in a Triple Crown race because he won because uh, maximum security was disqualified. So, Jerry, what do you got to say about the old Freakness?
7: Well, it was quite a race, actually, you know what amazes me is Bob Afford has all these alibis or whatever, and you know they don't do anything about it. I mean, they, remember they spent like about the whole hour talking about the various reasons why you know, we've had these
2: violations
7: and all that. And, you know, horse racing doesn't really, it's like he just gets a slap on the wrist. I don't think that's there.
2: Well, I think that things are coming to a head. I have a feeling that the Derby. You get disqualified from the Derby. Uh, that's a big deal, yeah. and because uh, that's the one time people pay attention to the four four, four days in the, in the you know in the calendar and racing, the three Triple Crown races and the Breeders' Cup. And other than that, most people don't really pay attention to it uh, very much. So when that happens, it gives the sport a real black eye, and you know they don't want to start looking like boxing. You know, boxing. One of the problems that people have with boxing is it it, it you know it's a step or two ahead of professional wrestling. It doesn't really feel like a sport that you can trust because I mean, too many things have happened, and yeah, the, well, the, that's the, what they the, don't the, want. You know, the, in, the, in, and you know really Pierre, like if you want to hold, hold, hold on,
3: Pierre, if you want to start unmuting, we'll get to you well, here in just a second.
2: I would know at least with pro wrestling,
6: they admit it. scripted right, we're boxing, right, that's fine. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's right. So pro- that's pro- why I say I say they're behind. I say the way boxing is on, they're actually behind pro wrestling. That's well, the
5: the problem you have in boxing, as I've discussed before, is you have promoters who have fighters, but they don't want to, the promoters don't want to work together. And the
6: thing with horse racing, here's what's going on with the horse racing is, you know, you have you have people that are, I mean, each state is regulated totally different.
2: Correct. Well, that's the way boxing is too. That's the way boxing is also. Pierre, go ahead.
4: Same well, even even if if the uh, uh the horse would have run won the uh, Kentucky Dubry and the Preakness, there still wouldn't be a triple crown because Bob Afford has been banned from running any horses in New York City. I mean, well, in for now, where,
2: I think doesn't it? Uh, my understanding of it is it's contingent on what happens with the Derby. They're kind of waiting yes, to see is, what that is. What what happens that is that correct. That is
4: what I understand. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but from from what I understand, though, he has been banned from running any horses in
2: New York until the end of the year. Okay. Well, I'd heard it the other way, but I don't know. But yeah. either way, you well, know, it's going I've to heard be left a... to
6: the. The way I've heard, it's. At, I'm just hearing it, it's till the end of the year, but it could be overturned if somehow. He ends up innocent in the Derby situation, well, so it is. Well, what I so Pierre's is, right, but it could be overturned as what Yeah, a, yeah
4: but friend. yeah, but what I heard is the reason that it's till the end of the year is because he's been caught doping horses thirty times, and New York is sick of it. <laughs> okay. Well, by and by that, the way, by the way, Pierre.
3: Speaking of New York, you're going to want to stay tuned because there's a baseball trade involving a New York team and a Chicago team.
7: Oh, <laughs> oh, <uh-oh>. yeah. <laughs> uh, Stay
6: tuned.
3: Uh, Another thing, uh, yeah, Yeah. yes.
5: (laughs) Uh, Another thing people in horse racing may want to consider. I wonder if I I don't know if they do this in horse racing because I don't follow it, but I wonder if Bob Baffert could possibly lose all all of his other Kentucky Derby wins. No. I would be no, no, I would be surprised no. if that happened.
2: No. There's too much involved. You pay people once once you put the race the the thing up and it's stay and it's official it's official, okay. barring yeah. something like this. And those those are being adjudicated as they go along. Remember he won one and I was it the Arkansas Derby? He did get that back. So he has yes. won some of these too. Yeah. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind. So and yeah, go either way. Right. Well,
6: he has been he has been caught cheating in New York also. Right,
5: right. Uh, in, in California, well, he's notorious for that.
3: Well, we yep. will follow. We will follow
2: that. And in thing of keeping pace, let's keep. Let's go to baseball. Baseball. Okay. okay. Why don't we do the standings and the schedule, and then about that time we can do probably the commercials, and then it'll be time to run through our baseball notes because we have a few okay. of those. Okay. Okay. The American League East. We have the Reds. Oh, and by the way, I have to. <sighs> Miss A is due I could not get them off Miss A today. Every time I talked about it, usually what you can do is just ask for a. Team team and you get a record and it says the third and you know what their record is. She kept say, sending me to MLB and then she wanted to, and I did a couple of teams that way, but it was like a whole, you had to wait a little longer. I tried to do like the Tampa Bay, uh, you know, raise and she wouldn't do it. She just told me they were going to play the Oriole tonight, you know, <laughs> which is like, great. So no, I went
4: do you know how you know how when you ask, her that, you know, a score of a game, and she'll say it's such and such score, it's what the inning yeah. is, so and so's up, and the right. count is. Right, A couple, right. Weeks, couple of weeks ago, I asked her one game. I don't remember who it was, and she told me whoever was up and the count
2: was four and two. Four and two. <laughs> oh, they had walked, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. Somebody needs to teach her the rules. And then when I was trying to do the hockey later, I ended. Uh, so I went to the Globe. I got the standings out of the Globe, and then, but of course, the reason you don't want to do that in the newspaper is then you have to go through the asterisk. But then yeah, I because asked the last night in baseball there were a lot. The West Coast games. Well, it was about four, you know, whatever. But I got them. But the thing is, I had to ask, you know, her the score, and she would do that. Okay, so I was able to get the right standings. But I, and I went through and got them from the Globe, which is right. <clears throat> the Globe does have it. But my my point is, that's not good. Then when I went to do the hockey, I I was trying to ask her about the Tampa Bay Lightning, and she said, "You have MLB enabled? Do you want to?" She wouldn't <laughs> oh <my> hear <laughs> that the Tampa Bay Lightning was. Uh, so I couldn't. So we had to infer the Tampa. We knew Tampa Bay had played the regular season game because so we're going to give you the. Almost final NHL standings, and they're going to be the final ones you're going to get because the only teams that are still playing are Cal- Calgary and Vancouver. We're not going to I, worry bl- about.
5: I if I'm not yeah. mistaken, I believe they're done after today, aren't they, Chris?
2: I think there's two games left. Okay, I think they got two games left. Anyway, <laughs> so having having uh, unburdened myself of all my woes, here we go. <laughs> the American League East: the Red Sox are 25 and 17, Toronto 22 and 17, Tampa Bay 23 and 19, the Yankees 22 and 19. It was nice to see the Rangers put one on them that night Baltimore 17 and 23 in the central we have the White Sox at 25 and 15 Cleveland 21 and 18 Kansas City 18 and 22 Detroit 15 and 26, and the Minnesota Twins just can't get it going this year. I thought they were a couple weeks ago; started to look better. They're 13 and 26. There, this year's version of the Red Sox. You know, a team that, that is the,
3: a, that right
2: now is a bad team. Yeah, yeah and, uh, you right. got to worry about uh, I, Rocco Baldelli. Everybody likes him, but he may be in trouble out uh, there. We
5: we played them this weekend, Chris, and oh, Minnesota, they're 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 not doing good at they, all.
2: They weren't doing much when they played the Red Sox either. Yeah. In the West, we have the A's. Robert's A's at 25 and 17. Houston 24 and 17.
5: And we He's, play them tonight, by the way. So, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: And the Red Sox play in Toronto, as we'll see.
5: Okay. Seattle
2: is 21 and 21. Texas 19 and 24. And the Angels 18 and 22.
5: Rick's <laughs> Angels, yes. So that that must Angels. be
2: a mistake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> National League East. The Mets are at, uh, despite all their injuries, at 19 and 16. Philadelphia tw- uh, 21 and 20. Atlanta 19 and 22. Miami 18 and 22. Washington 16 and 21. In the Central, the Cardinals are 23 and 18. Milwaukee, 21 and 20. And, of course, they played each other, and the Cardinals did well in that series in Milwaukee. Chicago, 20 and 20. So the Cubs are in there. Cincinnati, 19 and 20. So they're hanging in, too. The Pirates are 17 and 23, and that's not bad for the Pirates. In the West, we have San Francisco hanging on at 25 and 16. San Diego, 25 and 17. The Dodgers, 23 and 18. Arizona, 18, 24. Colorado, 15 and 26. We'll do tonight's schedule, and then we can go to the break. So so at 6.40 tonight, we have San Francisco at Cincinnati, uh, 7.05 Tampa Bay at Baltimore, as Miss A continued to incessantly tell me. <laughs> Miami at Philadelphia also at 7.05. 7.20 is the Mets at Atlanta, 7.37 the Red Sox at Toronto, and of course, at Dunedin, 7.4. So it's going to sound like a spring training game. How mm-hmm. how interesting when you're playing uh, you know all these important games that the Bruins and Southwars are playing this week and you turn on the Red Sox and it sounds like a spring training game. That's not good. Yeah. 7.40 the White Sox are at Minnesota. Washington at the Cubs, 745 Pittsburgh at St. Louis, uh, 805 the Yankees are at Texas, Eight ten, yes, yes. we have Milwaukee at Kansas City. Nine thirty eight, we have Cleveland at the Dodge, at the Angels. I'm sorry, Cleveland at the Angels. Nine forty is Houston at Oakland. Ten ten is Arizona at the Dodgers. And what's going on this year? You you have a lot of that. We have the Dodgers and the Mets and the Yankees have been on the road at the same time and home yes. at the same time. I Dodgers know. and Angels are now home at the same time. They're yeah. just I it's don't know weird. what's going on this year. And and then uh, Angels at the uh, uh, at the Do- I mean Arizona at the Dodgers at ten. 10 in Colorado at San Diego, and also a 10-10 Detroit at Seattle. So there's our schedule, and then we can do our baseball notes, I guess, after the break.
3: We can do that. Pierre's going to be happy about this trade coming up, but let's take our break first, Bill.
1: I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores, and in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire.
0: Visit smokybear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires
2: Thank you. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals and Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals and Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org.
1: This message
3: brought to you by Meals and Wheels America and the Ad Council.
2: And we're back, Chris. We have some okay. notes. Oh, we do. Well, why don't you give a, give everybody the trade, because that was breaking
3: news. The trade that came down about, oh, 45 minutes ago, the New York Mets have acquired Cameron Maben from the Chicago Cubs in exchange for either a player to be named later or cash considerations. And what made this necessary is the Mets had no outfielders on their 40-man roster that they could call up after their injury last night which we'll get to in a second
2: yeah and that's well we may as well talk about it right now and just do injuries in general because we had a Apparently, the Dodgers, the Cubs, and the Mets are really particularly being hit hard. Hit the Red Sox have been lucky. There've been a few guys, you know, three, or four here and there, but then nothing that out of the ordinary. I'm not noticing a, a real bad trend for this time of year. You always got two or three guys on the injured list, but really, other than the long term, like Chris Sale's not back. But you know, the, the the business with people that are just hurt, and then the next guy comes back, and the next guy gets hurt. Uh, they're not doing too badly, but the Cubs, the Dodgers, and the and the uh, uh, Mets and the Mets had a gory injury last night with that, Kevin Pillar breaking his nose in several places being hit by a pitch. And I guess they had the blood on the field and everything else. So this, this was pretty gory thing to watch. And then David USF ran down for us a whole bunch of, I think it turned out there were about 13 Dodgers between long-term and short-term injuries uh, on the lift. And David Price, for example, is not back yet. They were trying to expect him back, but they, they had to slow him down a little bit. So And people are thinking that what has happened is, because there's a lot of like muscle tightness and the hamstrings and things like that, people are thinking that trying to go from a 60 game season basically players hardly played for two years and they played like 60 games and now and and now they're trying to play especially the younger players who maybe didn't play at all last year and now they're trying to play and their bodies are not uh revved up to that uh uh amount i don't know whether they need to think about expanding the rosters or something like that i don't know but it really does seem to be a problem for baseball
3: from what you hear chris they should have gone with 28 again this year Right. Yeah,
5: and this is one of the reasons why the Dodgers went out and picked up, you know, uh, Setsugo from Tampa Bay and Albert Pujols. They signed him, and because of all their injuries.
2: Yeah, that's right. And and they, I guess he's going to uh, get three hundred and uh, three. They're only going to have to pay. He's getting, I think, twenty six million, but they're only going to have from to the play, Angels thirty million from yeah. the Angels, and they're only going to have to pay about four hundred twenty uh, thousand because they're only playing. It's pro prorated for the uh, minimum, and uh, David U.S. SF ran down a whole bunch of the minimums, and I didn't write them all down. But it was interesting to know that in 1967, the minimum salary salary was $6,000, <laughs> and now it's up to $500-some-odd thousand dollars. Yeah. So it just shows you the way. That that showed what free agency could do for the players, because in 67 there was no free agency at all. So there you go. Well, uh, free
6: agency and TV
2: revenues that also increased. Right. right. Okay. And then uh, let's see. So let, let's see what else. Uh, Eric, okay. Uh, yeah. And Corey Seeger, for one example. Example, one of the stars, we can't run down the whole injury list, but Corey Seeger has a broken right hand and a hit a hit by a pitch. He's at least four to six weeks. He's going to be out. And then we had an interesting thing. Corbin Burns, a pitcher from Milwaukee, struck out 58 uh, uh, guys in his first uh, before he walked anybody. And that's a record for starting a season. And, and then, and then it, as well.
3: of last night, Garrett Cole got it up to 61 and then he walked. That's correct.
2: Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now I I found out something interesting about um, how this, uh, you know, they've been talking about baseball teams getting to uh, be able to relax their restrictions on the road and play cards again and eat closer together and not have to isolate. I I
3: suppose, though, Chris, before we go to that, we should probably mention the WASCAR you know what that's an injury too so yeah, yeah he's the one that, injury yeah but he he hit something in the dugout and he broke his hand so he's out for a couple of
7: months yeah,
2: yeah. as i say there's this there seems like there's one or two goofballs every year who does something like that I'm in baseball he did
5: that because he got mad because the manager took him out of the game you know
2: that's what they do and then yeah. they you know it, they do that or they kick the water cooler or they do something and i cannot remember who it was but it was a pretty prominent player about 10 years ago he hit i think a walk off grand slam home run he was jumping all over the place Place and uh, going crazy with his teammates, and he got hurt, and what didn't play the rest of the year. I can't remember. Oh who, yeah, but,
5: I, I know yeah. who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name right off the top of my head.
2: Him. So anyway, getting back to the COVID protocols, and this is interesting. I found this out. Uh, Will Fleming uh, mentioned this, and I guess it had been in the Globe, but I didn't see it the day he uh, mentioned it. Apparently, it's not just your, your major league roster that has to have 85% uh, vaccination. It's your AAA players as well. So if because they have to be able to move right back and forth between. In the major league and the triple-A ro- roster. And apparently the Red Sox are having some trouble. I don't know if they're having it on the both the major and triple-A uh, levels, but they're certainly having it on the triple-A uh, thing, and uh, it's just uh, not happening, and they don't have the uh, normal thing. I guess there's a few teams that have normalized already, right? The
5: A's are having the same issue the Red Sox are, Chris, with their triple uh, team in Vegas. A lot of them do not want to get vaccinated. So
2: Yeah, I'm wondering what the, why that is. You know, what's I, going I on? I have no that
3: idea. I don't know. And, and, they can, and they cannot make them do it.
2: No, no, no. Uh, no uh, well, but the thing is, you know, and this, well, don't get me started about this honor system. If we had honorable people in this country, <laughs> we, we'd go well, a lot further. You yeah. know, we're going to have an honor system about vaccinations. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Anyway. Uh, but that's a whole other topic about a lot of other things. Uh, so, Oakland, uh, Robert, there was a whole big thing about Oakland has been – the A's have been given permission uh, to move. So tell talk about it.
5: Well, yeah, um, I, I, I think I've dealt with this topic ever since you've been on uh, the phone <laughs> system, Chris. Um, apparently, Monday, uh, it was last Monday, I believe, that Rob Manford issued a statement – to the uh, A's and basically the Oakland City Council basically saying, we need a final decision, and because you have taken so long in giving us one, uh, we have given the Oakland Athletics Ball Club a permission to seek other locations. And some of them on the list are Las Vegas, Portland, Nashville. Uh, Vegas Montreal. is number
3: one. They're visiting Vegas already. Yeah.
5: Yeah, it looks like if if they have to move, it looks like Las
6: Vegas is in the lead. But and, I still, uh, I don't know. With Vegas, are they up to supporting three pro teams though? Well, and especially uh, eighty-one
5: games a year. Well, uh, appar- apparently um, now I don't live there, but from what I, from talking to people that I do know that do live there, they say they're. Uh, uh, before COVID hit, now I don't know how it is now, but before COVID hit, their AAA ballpark was full every night. Yeah, no, um, their AAA ballpark was
6: full. So yeah, I, um, but that's where it's, I do, I do question some markets with three or four teams, especially like Vegas is like a number forty one market in the but, you know, uh, it's a smaller markets in Austin. Now
5: you know, the, that's, barrier, that's the only
6: reason, and not to say that they would or wouldn't. Yeah. And, of course they've already had the talk here. Hey, should Austin get in the mix? It's like, well, um, the thing is. If they mix it in with San Antonio and put it south of Austin and play off most markets, then yes. But yeah.
5: You know, let's see. Um, well, uh, now there is hope for the Bay Area if Major League Baseball uh, forces John Fisher to sell. And un- uh, unfortunately, I don't know if that's going to happen because John Fisher, I didn't realize this, has more money than Steve Cohen, but he refuses to spend any money on his ball club. Um, sure. Uh, apparently Joe, uh, Joe Lake and Peter Guber, the, the two main investors that own the golden state warriors have already publicly said if, if, uh, Rob Manford makes him sell, we are going to buy it and we'll pay for the arena. Uh, we'll pay for the ballpark on our own. Just like, well, we that's,
2: did. that's what I was going to say. There was a show and uh, we had it on our, our system, uh, that with Bob Papa and his partner, whoever that is on KNBR, where Greg, they Papa and Greg, John Papa. Greg Papa, I'm sorry, yeah. Greg Papa. And, yeah. and, and so they interviewed a guy from the, uh, I think, The Athletic. and he Marcus was talking
5: Thompson. About
2: it. Marcus right. Thompson. And he, he was talking about it. So this uh, bond issue or the thing that they want from the city council is an appropriation of $855 million. That's and correct. A city like Oakland doesn't have that, that kind of money. I mean, he was saying how his kids are still trying to get the better high schools and stuff. It's just a tough place. And a so,
5: lot of schools are completely closed in Oakland, and a lot of, a lot of uh, people that live in Oakland actually have to send their kids to other cities.
2: Yes. And in the it Bay Area, is- meantime... The the Giants built their own park. The, the hey doesn't mean they don't get infrastructure help. But the Giants built their own. The 40, uh, 49ers did, and so did the Warriors. So yeah. this is like yeah. looking really stupid for the A's. You know, yeah.
6: and would they would they make if they were to buy the team? Would they even go and possibly say to the Giants, "Hey"? Come on, help. let us go to San Jose. You have San Francisco where they build it in San Jose. I
5: know the uh, uh, Joe Lakoff have already said they are the Oakland A's. We're going to if I buy the team, I'll find a place in Oakland and build it there. I won't even now, talk to the Now it's interesting because guy. he moved
2: the Warriors to San Francisco.
5: Well, because um, he wanted he wanted to build the arena right where the old arena was, and the city of Oakland refused to uh, let him do that. Okay. He wanted to Fair knock hope. down the arena. And uh, rebuild and you know build a new one right it in there the parking
2: lot or whatever they yeah. do yeah that right, kind of well, thing. right. And, uh, well, well Jamal
3: this, wants to get in and talk yeah. so Jamal if you would unmute yourself. We certainly are not going to say you
2: cannot speak. So Jamal, <laughs> Jamal, ahead, Jamal fan a... of the fan of the first place white Sox. See if you can do better phone wise than Jerry did, Jamal. I bet you can. Yeah.
3: Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Not
2: much. Not I'm much.
3: <laughs> <laughs> little better. You little better than Jerry. Go ahead, Jamal. I'm wearing, I'm
8: wearing. I'm wearing a face mask, and I'm at a University Park Metro Electric Station. Okay. Okay. So that and I had my head set on. That's why I'm kind of echoing.
5: Okay, okay. go ahead, Jamal. But I, I,
8: a couple things here. Number one, this whole Oakland thing is ridiculous, and I think it's unfortunate that Rob Manfra, hair commissioner there, is now saying that they can move. Or maybe, I wonder the a, maybe the A should sell the team to uh, Mark Davis since they're talking about
5: no, Las Vegas They might no, sell no. to the Davis family. No, uh, Mark Davis does not have the money that Joe Legkopf and Peter Goober do. Uh, well, well, I mean,
2: that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if if, if they really want to... You know, the problem is if the A's were in a standalone city where there was no baseball, like, for example, they, they engineered the sale of the Red Sox. You know, they weren't going to get a stadium here, and uh, the Red Sox, the previous ownership, was not going to build one, you know, with without public money, blah, blah, blah. Well, they engineered a sale because they didn't want the Red Sox to move because it was the only team in town. They're still going to have Bay Area fans, even if the Raiders, the uh, A's move. That's the point. So they're not as interested well, yeah. in it, you know? And number two about the, about the- uh
8: move with the Mets and the Cubs. Very interesting that, that the Mets had no outfield of the 49 roster. The White Sox have been beat up by some injuries, but the White Sox are 25 and 15. They are. And I think that the White Sox will pull away from the rest of the division. And who and at, who cares at this point the- at this
3: point, Jamal, I would agree with you.
8: Right, and, yeah. and you talk about and you're talking about the Minnesota twins, who cares? Let them ride. <laughs> <laughs> <what> <laughs> All
2: right. Okay. All right, so we got any more baseball? Or we're going to move on to the NBA. The, uh, all I, think among, the NBA I think we're good enough. I think we're good enough to go to to some basketball. Okay. Well, let's yep. do the standings here, and then we'll talk about this. These are the final NBA standings for this year. So pay yep. attention. In the East, Philadelphia ended up. And remember, seventy-two game season. <clears throat> Philadelphia forty-nine and twenty-three. Brooklyn forty-eight and twenty-four. Milwaukee forty-six and twenty-six. The Knicks are were fifty one and uh, forty one and thirty one. Atlanta also forty one and thirty one, but the Knicks had the tiebreaker, so they end up in four, and Atlanta in fifth. Then we have Miami at forty and thirty-two. Then we get to our play-in teams: Boston at thirty-six, thirty-six; Washington, thirty-four, thirty-eight; Indiana, thirty-four, thirty-eight; and Charlotte, thirty-three, thirty-nine. And then we'll just finish uh, these standings, and then we'll talk about where we stand with the playoff. Uh, these are the teams that are out: Chicago, thirty-one and forty-one; Toronto, twenty-seven and forty-five. Uh, cleveland twenty two and fifty orlando twenty one and fifty one detroit twenty and fifty two now we have a couple of set series in the east, and one of them is New york will host atlanta the four or five series now i these are we talked a few weeks ago about original nBA teams and the Hawks and the knicks are both uh, original teams. Off the top of my head, because the Knicks have not been in the playoffs very much, as a matter of fact, this is the first time they've been in since 2013, I cannot remember a Hawks-Knicks series. doesn't mean it didn't happen, and somebody may remember this, but I don't. The Hawks didn't get to the, you know, they didn't play in the finals, and the Hawks didn't get to the East till oh, what, 68, 69, or whatever it was. And, so in, they, the,
6: like, and in the out. 80s and 90s, when Dominique and them were going, they never when, the, and the Knicks were going with John Stark and Patrick Ewing and that bunch. I, I believe, I believe this is the first other. time they've ever
2: yeah, met. Yeah, that's but, pretty uh, amazing for yeah. original team. Teams that have been in a conference together that long—that's yeah. that's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. And then the other one now. Well, Bucks fans remember this because they're going to have to play Miami again, and Miami's the team that beat them in the second round last year in the bubble. So, uh, yep. they, yep. so that's not uh, something that the Bucks fans look forward to. And the Bucks have a spotty playoff record the last few years anyway. So, uh, this is going—that's going to be a well, very well, interesting series.
6: They have, unlike last year, they've acquired some health for Giannis. So we'll see.
2: They have, but the Miami's been playing a very well. The, last yeah, are, been, the two Miami's hot the teams, team. the two hot, the three hot teams in the East really, uh, other, you know, good Philadelphia and, uh, the, the Nets and, and the Bucks have been good all year, but the three hot teams coming up are Miami, the Wizards and the Knicks. Yep. Those are the teams yep. that are really hot. The others have kind of been staggering along. In and Miami last,
6: knows how to win in the playoffs. They, they,
2: they, they do. That's they, the yeah, point. Yeah. Milwaukee
6: Aaron, doesn't. full is a hell of a coach.
5: Yeah. And yeah, Milwaukee yes.
2: doesn't. So this is where we are. So this is a Milwaukee. Of course we have home, home court, but so, Okay, so then our playoff games. I almost forgot to tell you what's going on tonight. So it's six thirty tonight. We're going to have, or already do have, I guess, underway. Indiana is hosting Charlotte. That's a nine ten game. That's an elimination game. So the loser of that goes home and goes into the lottery. In the seven eight game, the Celtics are at nine o'clock Eastern. Celtics will be hosting Washington, and uh, Washington, the Celtics will be coming back with their players. They've been resting, and Washington will have Beal and Westbrook. So it's going to be a you know a tough battle tonight here. So so the winner of that game is the 7th seed and will go and play uh, Brooklyn this weekend. The loser then goes to the eight nine game. What is then the eight nine game? So the winner of the Indiana Charlotte game will play the loser of the Celtics Wizards game on Thursday at the home at the either uh, here in Boston or in Washington uh, because and, Indiana, you know that because the eight nine and they will go and play uh, Philadelphia. The winner of that that eight uh, the game for the eight seed.
6: Co- the Eastern Conference games are all T N. Tonight and Thursday, really.
2: correct. And I'm guessing, uh, just guessing, that that Thursday game will be an eight o'clock game. I'm thinking that's that's
6: probably to what I'm guessing because that's
2: TNT's prime time. So yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah Thursday night and everything. Okay. Can somebody okay, explain why
4: they have instead of having the Eastern games like one tonight and one tomorrow, and then the Western games one tonight and one tomorrow. So the the Celtics are not starting at nine o'clock on the East Coast.
7: Uh,
6: yeah, well, I, I, I'm because I'm they got tra- you. They they have to travel. Uh, Somebody has to travel to go to the loser. That, that way, they have a travel day. That's because otherwise, the loser would have to go. Yeah. you know, right away they want to and, get it all
2: done by Friday because they want uh, people eligible to start on Saturday you know some of the people the people yeah, that are done on Thursday can start on Saturday and the thing is that like okay you you end up they want the uh, single elimination thing and they want it, but they want to com- compress it like baseball does with the wild card you know it's all on one one night or you know something like that and, so they're kind of dr- that, but I, yeah, nine
6: o'clock like is that way like, okay like let's say Memphis Memphis or San Antonio tomorrow has to go out west and they would have Thursday traveling to be there on Friday. Right. right? That's why the, and it's a little bit more. Yes, Indiana going to Washington, or Boston. Not a big deal, but they no. have that travel day to go on Thursday. That's why well, they're the one. Doing he, uh... Plus, plus each conference each the way it's set up these are the same conferences that are going to have like the eastern conference final will be on TNT and the west will be on ESPN so it's a you know TNT has the east ESPN has the west so it's all on
2: the same night with the same right you know, and next week network. next year if they do it again they'll switch the days around and uh, TNT will have the west and the ESPN will have the east because you know that's yes. how they'll do it that year but i think this is here today because what it's done there's a couple of things it's done first of all it's kept interest it know right up to the end number two it means that teams have not been tanking obviously we see some of the teams that were tanking mm-hmm. the obvious ones yeah. but you know there's been teams one or two might have decided not to tank because they have a chance to sneak in and get some playoff money so and also to they the west. like they like the single elimination like baseball hat that's yeah. another thing. Yeah,
7: let's get to
6: the west here and we can comment more on it because i have a thought yeah. on it but i'll let you get to those two all more right. Teams right so
2: in, in the west number one seed is utah at 52 and 20 phoenix 51 21 denver Forty-seven and twenty-five. The Clippers are forty-seven and twenty-five, but they're the fourth seed. Denver with the tiebreaker. Dallas at forty-two and thirty. Uh, Portland at forty-two and thirty. So those are your six-seeded teams. Then we have tonight. Uh, well, tomorrow we'll have the Western game. The Lakers will be the seventh seed at forty-two and thirty. So again, they didn't get the tiebreakers. As a matter of fact, it's a three-way tie between Portland, uh, the Lakers, and Dallas, and they all ended up. You know that and, uh, the Lakers ended up in seventh because they had no tiebreakers against uh, those teams. Forty-two and thirty. Golden State 39-33. Ninth seed is Memphis at 38-34. San Antonio 33 and 39. They're the the uh, odd odd duck out. You know <laughs> they, they, yeah. their record's yep. a lot worse than anybody else's in in uh, the play-in. Okay, and then in the, the teams eliminated in the West: New Orleans 31 and 41, Sacramento 31 and 41, Minnesota 23 and 49. They are eliminated. They have not been in the playoffs since 2004. I just found that out while the Celtics were there. Amazing. 23 and 49. Oklahoma City 22. 2-50, and Houston, the tanking rocket, I guess, or whatever, at seventeen fifty-five. So the series we have set now, we have the Clippers are going to play Portland. That is the 3-6 in the West. And the 4-5 is going to be, let's see, Denver and— The Clippers uh, play
3: Dallas, don't they?
2: Oh, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, the Clippers play Dallas. They're the 4-5. The Clippers Clippers play Dallas. Yeah, Clippers play Dallas. Dallas is five, Clippers are four, and Denver, Denver is three, Portland. and plays Portland. Denver hosts Portland, okay. which
6: they, already play, they were playing Sunday, so I guess yeah. they'll stay there. Oh, that always <laughs> happens. You, yeah. you can't. Yeah.
2: Okay, so tomorrow night, uh, again, on ESPN, we have, uh, I think it's at 8 p.m., we have the Lakers, 7.30, 730, 730 Eastern, Eastern, Lakers hosting Golden State. No, that's,
5: no,
6: no, no. that's a, the first
5: game. Oh, I'm sorry, we have uh, Memphis
2: hosting uh, San Antonio at 7.30 Eastern, and then the 10, 10 p.m. game game will be the Lakers hosting uh, Golden State. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so that means the winner if the Lakers win, they would then play the number 2 seed which is Phoenix right. and then or, or or Golden State, whoever wins that game goes, they're the 7 and go there and then the again same as the East, you know the losers will play the winner, you know, the loser of the 7-8 game will play the winner of the 9-10 game and that team will go and play Utah. So Sean, you had some thoughts on the west.
6: Well, I mean, yeah, we're talking about this ESPN just got a gold mine. <laughs> Steph Curry and the Lakers playing the Lakers in well, basically West Coast prime time, 7 p.m. West you Coast time it. with LA and the Bay Area. I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be in Bay, night, I, didn't, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> let's say okay. Let's say Golden State. If if Golden State had lost on Sunday, Memphis would have moved into that eight. Let's say Portland and the Lakers would have flip flopped They'd have be been like, Oh no, Memphis, Portland now, what do we do here with Golden State, San Antonio? But they they got a gold mine as that late. I mean the, the big I mean, yeah, Boston, Washington will bring some eyes, but LeBron and Anthony Davis, Showtime Lakers and Steph Curry, I mean just that's that's gold mine for them them. Well, and 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 you know NBA is loving it because two of their showcased teams are playing in a play-in game.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you so, know no, what? I it, think I think it's here to stay.
5: What yeah. I say. I think no, and to... a, as a Warriors fan, I can tell you if the Lakers are completely healthy, which I don't know if they are, uh, but if they're completely healthy, the Lakers should win the game tomorrow night because uh, the Warriors didn't did not match up very well with the Lakers all year. Now. Uh, we matched up very well with either Memphis or San Antonio all year long. So, um, you know, if I have yeah. to lose a game to the Lakers, that's okay with me because I know with uh, the other two teams, whoever wins, yeah. we
6: we did very well with both of those teams.
7: And they and, match,
6: and the Warriors have matched up surprisingly well against Utah.
5: Oh, uh, we, get, we have given Utah and Phoenix fits all year long.
2: Okay, so, so you think that the Warriors have a fighting chance to, uh, if they can uh, survive this, uh, you know, Wednesday Friday, that they have a fighting chance at least to make a series of these ones. Uh, with, uh, yeah, one um,
5: I, I don't, th- I don't think we'll beat Phoenix or Utah, but I think it'll be one of these kind of series that whichever one we wind up playing, uh, we'll take them seven games, and they won't forget that they played the Warriors. <laughs> It's one of those yeah, kind of I don't, deals. I
2: wish I felt that way about the Celtics right now. Oh uh,
5: no! <laughs> and the and the scary part about the Warriors is they've had no size all year long. They've done it with very small lineups, and you know, big teams like the Lakers. Uh, well, the Lakers they totally dominated. But big teams like Utah and Phoenix that that have size, they thought they could walk into the arena. Oh, we're, we're going to have an easy night. Well, it didn't always turn out to be that way, so
2: Mm -hmm. you know. Okay, so I guess that's it for the uh, for the you know. We'll see how it all goes, and next week we'll uh, have some playoff games to talk about.
5: Yes, we will. uh,
2: I guess the the big news, the the shocking news, I heard. I guess Friday, Marv Albert is retiring after the playoffs.
5: Yeah, fifty three years. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep, That's right.
6: Yeah, that's what the paper said that yeah, I read. Yeah, Just that'd be about right. Yeah, because yeah. he had, of course, we all know the the big scandal back in '97. He was suspended and then fired. Yeah. NBC. Well, and, that's
2: his NBA career because I think that's when he started to do the Knicks. But he he was doing stuff in New York with the Rangers and stuff in like '65, '66. I remember. Yeah, that.
5: Yeah, and then and then when the Knicks were winning championships, I believe he was there either uh, radio, radio voice. Bo- radio yeah. voice so, the yeah, home games were on it. the radio, I, and the I,
2: road I games were on television. And Bob right. did the home the home, road games on TV. and is right. at the home games on the radio that's right. how it worked and
6: i i forgot about this but of course back in his infamous 97 stuff i forgot that the court we didn't get to hear about it because the court the judge didn't allow it allowed no, um, the testimony they they lost the a lot of that yes
5: now, now they today they to... a lot of
6: it and that part of that's part of how he got to come back with TNT of course his name because and he's a likable guy i mean you think about the i mean he all the Knicks, Ranger stuff plus the boxing on NBC yeah. and he was the pre Game for the Major League Baseball Game of the Week, the Albert Achievement Awards and all the stuff on Letterman. And then Well, the, you know, and that's I mean, the thing, without having a
2: recording own. of all that, you know, nobody could have gone on late-night TV and, and you know, played a little of that. And he is hearing it from the judge, you know. Well, you know,
5: uh, you know uh, Marv better be thankful that his thing occurred in the 90s Yeah. because had it yes. occurred now with social yeah. media and the yeah. Me Too movement,
6: uh, you know his career would have been over.
5: So, so
2: Marv is going to be yeah. eighty on June twelfth. I, I had asked okay. to say about that. Uh,
6: and I always I wondered I was like I wonder if he when when Turner got hockey I thought they going to keep him. But probably no. not. You may see Kenny come over and do some games yeah. for Turner. Yeah, but, yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. And okay, and his brothers are both retired also. I believe. I yeah, like, Joe, uh, uh, no,
2: uh, Steve, Al, Stephen, Stephen Al, Steve, and
6: Steve does uh, the TV
5: voice for the Phoenix Suns. Oh, he, he okay. lives in Arizona and he still he does the. Uh, you TV stuff for the Sun. Okay. I, I believe Al is completely retired.
2: Right. Okay. okay. So Steph Curry got 46 points in his last game, and he uh, he won the scoring title with 32-point average per game. That's so correct. Good for him. Only, uh, only he,
6: player, other than Michael Jordan, to do it over the age, at the age of 33 and over. over. Yeah,
5: okay. and uh, I, I'm amazed at him because he's only like 6'2", 6'3", and he gets grabbed and held and beaten up every single night. But yet, nothing's seems to slow this dude down because he's like, he's like 98% at the three-throw line, and of course he he's like uh, uh, four, oh, well over 45% from the three-point line, and he's going to break the, the all-time three-point record.
2: He, he's just an amazing player. So I'm going to run down some of these Hall of Famers, and if I forget any, Sean, Sean actually put them in, and I may not have written them all down, or he might remember some. So okay. the, all right. So, we had the induction for 2020 that was delayed from last fall at Mohegan Sun uh, Casino up here, because uh, of course the Hall of Fame is in Springfield. Uh, Tamika Cummings uh, made it. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, coming, uh, comes, uh, Catchings, Yeah, that was Harvey yep. Catchings' daughter. As a matter of fact, that's interesting because uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, is of course in the Hall of Fame and uh, that in the same class. And Harvey Catchings and uh, Joe Belly, uh, Joey Bean Bryant, played on the same 76ers teams back in the late 70s together. so yeah. was kind of cool.
6: And she is hearing impaired. She is yep. hearing impaired, by the way. That's oh, okay. So. Yep. Barbara played Stevens. For Indiana, played for the Indiana Fever in the WNBA, by the way.
2: Okay. Barbara Stevens, the longtime coach of Bentley uh, College here in Waltham, Massachusetts. 34 years. They always had a lot of success. Kim Mulkey, uh, the Baylor coach, was in. in now, now at LSU. Now well, at LSU? And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. she
6: actually, in 1982 at Louisiana Tech, Kim Mulkey was on the very first NCAA women's team. And so the won a national championship because remember before it was like the AIAW or something like that. But yeah, yeah. When Louisiana Tech in eighty two and eighty four, she was on that Olympic team, and that is why Michael Jordan inducted.
3: Okay. Yeah, um, we, have Patrick, breaky, we have some breaking. We have some news breaking news. Let you finish that, but go, yeah. we have some news.
1: Yes, we okay. did. Uh, I've been holding Patrick, it off.
2: Uh, Lawman, I think is it is. I'm Ballman. not sure. Ballman. Patrick Ballman. 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 The, the uh, FIBA head was, uh, you know, uh, inducted. Eddie Sutton, the coach of Kentucky, Arkansas, and Oklahoma State, was inducted. Rudy Tom Tomjanovic, Tomjanovich as the coach of the Houston Rockets, uh, was inducted, uh, and of course Kevin Garnett. From the Celtics and the uh, Timberwolves, and uh, later River up the Nets, uh, Tim Duncan from the Spurs, and uh, Kobe Bryant, of course, was. Uh, I think you know, you they got all
6: those. I'm going to say before we get to this year's class that went on Sunday, uh, I this is probably the big three of Garnett, Duncan, Kobe Bryant. I don't know if that's the biggest maybe the year that Stockton, Jordan and Robinson all went in the same year with I don't know which one would be the bigger the bigger group of three And on
5: we got to applaud uh, Vanessa she did a very good job with that speech.
6: Yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, Van-
5: Vanessa Then did on did the good uh, job just to
2: finish this year's uh, Mike Breen uh, uh won uh, the uh, you know the what do they call that the uh I don't know if uh, it has a name. It's media. Okay, electronic, electronic Media, media Award. Uh, in, inside the NBA with Charles Barkley, et cetera, uh, won for the show. I guess that's Kurt the Curt Gowdy Award. Curt Gowdy Award. Yeah, uh, a
6: brand-new award. The, and those were done the night before the, at the Hall of Fame dinner, but they showed it right before the Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And then, okay, then the next class, we have 16 inductees. I don't have them all, but Paul uh, Paul Pierce, Chris Bosh, Chris Weber. Time out, Chris. Uh Ben Wallace. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he uh, that that was kind of controversial. He's a, in, in, very rarely in halls of fame. Do defensive players get to make it, well the NFL? They do, but you know, on a two-way game, do uh, defensive players make it to the hall? And uh, ba- in, in baseball and basketball, it's very difficult. But Ben Wallace did.
5: Well, um, the last one in baseball that I can remember is Ozzie Smith. So yeah. you know, and uh, Jay Wright, and not the many coach.
6: People except for David USF have thought about Ben Wallace going <laughs> <laughs> in. Uh,
2: Jay Wright, the Villanova coach, of course, won yep. a couple of championships now. Uh, mm-hmm. Rick Adelman, coach of the Trailblazers. Uh, that so was I, a
6: question, too. He's never won a championship. No. Uh, no?
2: Nope. No, I guess, no, he wasn't. No, a, he that was had. Jack Ramsey in 77, yeah. yeah. Bill Russell is a coach. Now, the reason for this is history. It's not so much that he was a great coach. Bill Russell had a great player in Bill Russell. To, uh, that, the uh, Red Arbeck explained why he hired Bill Russell as the coach. He said, who am I going to get to motivate Russell? Well, how about yeah. Russell? You know, that works. <laughs> yeah. And so, Bill Russell was the first uh, coach in Pro black coach in pro sport and of course that that's fine he coached the Celtics for the for the three years and they won two championships and that's fine but he went other places that uh, you know Seattle and Sacramento and not, didn't have much yeah. uh, success so you know but and, I mean, was, in, yeah.
5: and the reason why he's being put in I believe Chris is because you know he's the first black head coach right well that's what I'm saying
2: yes. yeah. that's what I'm saying uh, Bob Dandridge was put in by the Veterans committee and you mentioned the bullets I don't rem- I remember him so much with the bullets I remember with Milwaukee uh,
6: yeah, I remember he him was in- was he said he was
2: with the Baltimore Bullets briefly. Okay, yeah. but I remember a lot with the Bucks. Uh, Tony Kukoc is uh, the uh, in- international uh, thing. And then the contributors, we have Val Ackerby, who uh, was the WNBA uh, president. Val, a- isn't
5: that Ackerman? I think uh, it's, Ackerman. it's Ackerman. It was Ackerman,
2: it was Ackerman. It was Ackerman. okay. Yes. And then, uh, then we have uh, Howard Garfinkel uh, created the first uh, – um, high school the all-star five star,
6: game. The five-star all high school all-star camps, you know, like, which Sonny Vaccaro did this with Nike, with the all-stars, but he did this, he was the first one that created it. Okay. Uh, but, and, you
5: know, these camps like this, this is how the
2: McDonald's game was created eventually. Yes. Right. And, and, and yeah, his he did create the McDonald's game. yeah Cotton yeah, Fitzsimmons, uh, and, uh, they're gonna, uh, he was, I guess, you know, not again so much for his coaching, but just all, all around being there and a lot of, I think, was yeah. he involved in the WNBA and just a lot of other things uh, that he got involved with, I think, throughout. Kings, Spurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Phoenix, of course. <clears throat> okay, breaking news. Go well, ahead. And Mike Trout. Well, yeah, Mike will songs. miss six to eight weeks with
3: a hamstring injury.
2: <laughs> I missed uh, that uh, angels. <laughs> did, Mike you, Trout. did you say Mike? Mike Trout? That is, yeah. that oh, is correct. Boy. Mike. Trout. You uh, know what? It's interesting. He had a very, he didn't have a good series here this weekend. No. And I'm wondering if that was uh, something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you have any uh, break? Did you? Did you was that the same one you had,
1: Bill, or, or did you have? Well, that was different? the one I had, but I couldn't find a breaking point. So, but anyway, it, but I'm, okay.
3: pro, our, I'm sure it probably came across our devices at yeah. the same time. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: we did, buddy.
3: Okay. That's
2: good Maybe I while like we do that. while we we do the NFL, Bill, if you want to get us a uh, Pacers score, because we're probably moving along in that game. Yeah. So why don't we move move to with the, the NBA? NFL? You miss you miss on on the Hall of Fame this year with Tom Gorman.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah, Tom Gorman. You yeah, got the George Award. I did. Yeah, and Lauren Jackson and another WNBA player that I missed, and a lady. Now wait a minute, Tom Gorman, Mike, Mike, Mike. I mean Mike, 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 Gorman. Mean I'm Mike Gorman. Gorman. Mike yeah. Gorman. Mike, yeah. Gorman. Mike yeah. Gorman. Mike
2: Gorman. Oh, yeah. I didn't even hear about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
6: Mike Gorman's the one that I missed, and Lauren Jackson, WNBA player, and there was another one that I missed, and I guess a lady Pearl Moore or something that played back yeah. in the fifties and sixties in college basketball, or
2: are in an old uh, old time. She's not
6: alive, but yeah. So that's okay. who we missed.
2: Okay. Well, no. Mike Gorman was the, with the has been with the Celtics for about forty years now. Yeah, I think yeah. since eighty since eighty one. Yeah, yep, eighty one. And then we'll be right, back yeah. on
6: schedule back in October in our normal time. Correct.
2: Right. Yep. Okay. So NFL schedule. Uh, we have our schedule guru with us, and that would be Rick, because Rick can uh, give you the formulas for the schedule, and I'm I'm okay at it, but he's very good. So, Rick, uh, what was your overall thought? Then we can talk about some of the highlights that we know about. Um, I'm
4: a little disappointed <laughs> in the opening game. They took they chose Dallas to play Tampa Bay. I was hoping for Buffalo.
5: Yeah, uh, okay. I thought
4: the Dallas game was a
5: very disappointing choice.
4: Yeah. Um I, I didn't realize that um I thought we still had the the first Monday night doubleheader and we don't this
7: year. Uh, no, no that year. has gone
5: away. Uh yeah. this year this year the opening game will be the
6: uh, Ravens at the Raiders.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah,
6: Now when the new when the new agreement starts next year there will be three Monday night doubleheaders, but yeah.
2: no no
4: doubleheaders oh, cool. this year. Okay. So, but I don't know, uh, I, I didn't think the first week looked at. I mean Chicago and the Rams for Sunday night. I, that's okay, but it's, yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah, so.
5: okay, is exactly. Yeah. I think Matthew is going to have a field day. Big, Sorry, I, Jamal. The big
6: one that stands out for me,
4: oh. of course, and I'm sure
6: for you guys, some of you, uh, Sunday night on October 3rd with champion oh, yeah. New England. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, that, is,
5: that is the game of the year.
6: But as, but as, as, we, as we
3: pointed out uh, last week, Rick, when you were gone, <clears throat> Tom Brady Sr. Oh. has guaranteed oh, yeah. the Patriots yeah. a win because you, don't, you just don't do what he did. Did because the Patriots <laughs> are going to be on cloud 59 to play that game. Yeah, will. Uh, I believe he went on W.E.E.I.,
5: wasn't it? Yeah, with
2: yeah. Zoe.
7: Yeah, Yeah,
2: was Zoe would be the sports hub. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was sports hub. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. and he, okay. he said
4: he was, you know, he thought that they would beat the Patriots fairly easily. And, okay. So, and so, uh, so, How did he word
3: it? He said, we're going to roll.
4: Yeah, we're going to roll. Another interesting thing about that game is that Brady right now is like 1100 some odd yards behind Breeze for the all-time lead, right. and he, that very well could happen in that
2: game. That's exactly. right. Exactly. There was an article in the Globe about that, and saying how really it, it showed a lack of faith in the Patriots to have that game so early. Normally, you'd put it in, like, week 10 or something, and, you know, because you'd know the Patriots would be in it, and Tampa Bay would be in it, blah, 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 but they want to kind of get it in there while the Patriots are still relevant, because they're kind of afraid yeah. they might have the same kind of year yeah. they did before, and they really <clears throat> didn't get a lot of national... It was funny, because I was watching, listening to it on NFL radio, and the guy, uh, and I forget who which, uh, the Coug- oh, it was um, uh, Pollian, Bill Pollian, and he was commenting how many games the Saints were getting na- on national TV. That's the one-year overhang. Like, the Patriots had their normal yeah. complement of national games, but this year now, they're cut back because they, so it's kind of a one-year delay before stuff happens, and they're kind of saying, you know, no Drew Reese, this isn't going to necessarily be a very good New Orleans team, but, you know. Right. I like it, the it last...
6: You know,
4: I like on the last week of the season, they, they, they've they scheduled everything for Sunday, but they're
2: going to flex two games out for Saturday. Yeah. That was a yep. good thing. Yeah. Yep. And, and uh, what do we got Christmas Day? I didn't catch those games. Uh, I, for Thanksgiving, heard, we have a... Detroit. Well, uh, I asked about Christmas, I get Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, there is no Christmas. There is no Yeah,
4: Christmas. there is. Uh, there two are two games are Christmas on, on Day Christmas. Game. So there yeah. are. There
2: are? Yeah. There are, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, Green Bay
4: and Cleveland, Green Bay, I think.
2: Okay. And I forget okay. the other one. Yeah. Okay, well, Thanksgiving, uh, I know for, since you want to talk about that? Uh, I, know uh, for
4: th- I know
5: for Thanksgiving, I, um, I forget who Detroit is going to play. they play Chicago. Okay, it is Chicago. And that's okay. been a lot happening
2: a lot. Apparently, okay. people are kind of thinking that's kind of a lot. The Raiders it's are going to Dallas. Dallas. Raiders yeah. are
5: going to Dallas, and, and I Buffalo's believe going
2: to Buffalo going, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. going
5: to New Orleans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
2: Buffalo's going to New Orleans. Yep. So... Anyway, uh, but don't worry about Green Bay. They signed Blake Bortle, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yes>. if, uh, <laughs> well, they're ready if, if Rodgers leaves. Yeah. Okay, they're all set. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And the Patriots today re signed Brian Hoya. Oh, boy. Yeah. How many times has he been back? Like, for what, this is the fourth time, I think. They fourth did. time, yeah. Okay. Oh, hold, hold, now on
7: oh, hold,
3: hold on, guys. Bill, go ahead.
1: Now we're just laughing about Brian Hoyer. <laughs> he spent a little so time is like, here as a call. Stidham, <laughs> yeah.
4: Stidham may be cut or traded, and I think he may end up in Houston. Okay. Oh. And Dewey okay. uh, uh, signed... Um, Johnson, the running back from Detroit. Okay. okay. And the Giants signed Kelvin Benjamin. And I don't know where he, he didn't play all um, last year. I right? yeah.
5: think he hasn't played since twenty eighteen, Rick. Right? Yeah. And apparently the Giants are gonna switch him to tight end. It, really? I know he's I know he's six foot five. He is big, yeah. But I don't I don't know, you know. Going, uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to handle that. That's an interesting move by the it, Giants. It is
4: kind of strange. I mean, with the, I mean, they've already got Ingram and they picked up Rudolph, and you know, for yeah. tight end. Because maybe that's, they're following after the Tim Tebow thing, who's going to try to
2: play tight end. And,
5: and remember, after June first, then you're going to see uh, things happen on
2: Julio Jones and people like that. So. Yeah. Right. Okay, there was an interesting story that Sean had about some guy named, uh, what was his name, Von Arius Martin or something?
6: Uh, yeah, Listen, I can't pronounce his name, Juan <laughs> Martin or something. All right, yes, this this guy played for Austin P, which is the SDS school there in the Ohio Valley Conference. He was cornerback, Ohio Valley Player of the Year this past year. And apparently he got a text last week, and he got a text, uh, asking him to report to Falcons' ricky camp. And his agent looked over said it's legitimate. It was from the 404. He shows up. The Falcons go... Wait, no, we did not invite who, you. Who are I you? mean, this guy's good <laughs> enough. He could have been he was not drafted. He could have been a free agent invitee, so it was legitimate enough, but somebody punked him. But the hub camp the hub camp which goes on the twenty third, it's a it's a camp where they have uh, to showcase free agent rookies who weren't drafted where teams can come in and scout. They have actually invited him after this to come to their camp. Now some are saying did this really happen? But he sa- he swears no. Oh, this was legitimate. It was from the 404. And Atlanta said, Atlanta did confirm that he showed up. And they're like, well, no, we didn't, you know. <laughs> they, so somebody punked him.
2: Yeah.
4: Okay. At the okay. Giants uh, rookie camp this past weekend, I guess <laughs> Darius Tony, the number one pick, mm. has two different sized feet. Also okay. okay. so the cleats the cleats they got for him only, only fit one of his one of his feet. So, so he was out there camp all week. He was right. out there running pat patterns with one cleat and one bare foot.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Okay. Any other uh, NFL stuff before we move
1: to hockey? And then I'll give you a quick score. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Is Indiana's no leading forty nine to thirty. They're really playing oh, well wow. uh, just all of a sudden, but do you Maybe never
2: they're gonna hang on and well, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte's been up and down. They, they they had a lot of injuries. They they got the ball back, and uh, that that helped them. But they still don't have Gordon Haywood. and uh, you know, so they've been they've been really hit by the injury bug. So, uh, Charlotte was really threatening for uh, seventh, eighth place there for a while. But they they got injured. Okay, that was the end of uh, looks like the end of Charlotte. And they, yeah. uh, I was listening to the Charlotte games a lot. <laughs> listen to the game with the Knicks on Saturday, and listen to the game with the with the Wizards on Sunday. And they were talking about how they were going to have 12,000 people uh, for Chips. their games the rest of this year, and they were going to have uh, – for uh, the playoff games and the play-in games, and they're all set, and they're not going to get it. <laughs> to
3: well, well, we talk about getting uh, hit by this and that, Chris. Well, let's hope nobody gets hit by the puck. How's, how's the puck <laughs> all right,
2: right, here we go. Okay. See, who said uh, – Perry doesn't know about hockey. Okay, <laughs> in the East. In the East. Here we go. We had uh, Pittsburgh. This is our, your, this is as final of standings as you're going to get because the only team – teams that are still playing are Calgary and uh, Vancouver, and we're not going to worry about doing a whole standings for those guys next week. So the other divisions are all done, and we'll just tell you what we've got. So in the East, we have Pittsburgh with 77 in first place, Washington, 77, the Celtics, 73, Uh, Bruins, Bruins 73, (laughs) Islanders, 71. We have uh, the Rangers at 60, Philadelphia, 58, New Jersey, 55. Buffalo thirty-seven, and of course, right now we have um, the Bruins are playing Washington, and they're tied at one game apiece. It was amazing last night. That was that was something about the Bruins because they they were they were like doing okay near the beginning. The whole third period, and I was kind of dozing, but they were Washington. I could tell was dominating. Then as soon as Washington got that goal that put them ahead, the Bruins said, "Okay, let's wake up, let's go." And uh, (laughs) the last like ten minutes, they dominated Washington big time. Yeah, Washington got the first nine
4: shots shots of the period, and then the Bruins went.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. so that they tied it up and then won it 39 seconds at overtime. And so Pittsburgh and the Islanders, that's the other series in the East, and the the Islanders won that first game in Pittsburgh. You know, the Penguins haven't really won a series for a while. So, uh, you know, you know they, they lost to Montreal last year in the bubble, and a couple of years ago they didn't win. It's been three or four years since the Penguins won a series. I wonder if
5: Crosby and Malkin, uh, people like that, I wonder if they're getting a little long in the Well, team. Malkin
2: was, has been injured a lot. They were yeah. talking about that, too. And the Islanders, you know, it's Barry Trotz. So watch yeah, out for him, you you,
5: you can't. Uh, Washington will regret. Uh, they're going to constantly regret to not re-signing him. I swear.
2: Well, if the yeah. Bruins and Islanders meet, then we're a long way from that. Yep. I, I figured it out. The only time time they ever met was 1983. Yeah, and, you know, of course, uh-huh. we know
5: what happened with that.
2: You know, the Islanders <laughs> won in five. But my, my point is, you know, yeah, Washington and the Islanders, they play all the time. You know, I mean, they're in the division. See, this is dominated. These, these playoffs are dominated by that division. You know, Pittsburgh, right. Washington, and the Islanders right. and stuff. Yeah. You know, so the Bruins are kind of the interlopers in the playoff. But, uh, you know, so uh, anyway, so they're playing Washington. And it looks like a, I think all these series are going to be good series because they're yes, very Yes, they easy are. Okay, in the north, in Canada, all the matchups are set, and I guess they, they uh, will wait until they've got everything done, and then they'll start to play. But in the north, we have uh, Toronto with 77, Edmonton 72, Winnipeg 63, Montreal 59, Calgary 53, Ottawa 51, and Vancouver 48. So what well, means... I heard,
5: Chris, I believe the Canadian division will start their playoffs on Saturday.
2: That makes so. sense. So Toronto will play Montreal, will host Montreal, and Edmonton will play Winnipeg. So it's kind of like the big cities and the small cities and, you yeah. know, whatever. So, uh,
5: and, uh, and, uh, I, and the I other thing
2: to... that it seems to be, they were talking about it and, and I didn't have any confirmation in any other way, but mm-hmm. on some one of the sports shows on EEI or the Sports Hub someplace, I heard that they're thinking about the Canadian instead of going to Canada like I thought they would do, they're thinking about that Canadian team coming down and then uh, let's, they would play uh, neutral site games for their home games and play, you know, in the city uh, where they're going to go. So let's say you had Toronto come down and have to play Tampa Bay, you'd probably have uh, Tampa Bay, uh, you know, playing their home games there, and Toronto would have to go to, let's say Florida to play their neutral games, so they would yeah, that kind yeah. of thing, so do we know what it's... division's playing what division, or does it... no, it'll depend, the, the, the top first... four they'll they they'll seed them once they know how many points they have the first two
5: rounds with... Rick, are going to be divisional no, I know right. that, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. right, but what I'm saying is the team with the most points still left in the tournament will be the number one they'll play okay. the number four yeah. seed, yeah. and that's how they'll do it so, yeah, so that's the Canadian division in the Central Division, we had uh, Carolina with 80, Florida 79, Tampa Bay 75, Nashville uh, 64, and those are, of course, the playoff teams. Then we have Dallas with 60, Chicago 55, and Detroit 48, and Columbus 48. And so that means in the, we've already started with Carolina uh, having uh, beaten uh, Nashville last night. That's the first time they've ever played on well, that natural. They're not in the same conference.
7: That's and, correct.
2: And Tampa Bay you uh, went into Florida and won that game. And that's uh, the first time the two Florida teams. That's have So. So now we have Tampa Bay and Carolina leading those series one nothing, And in the West, we have Colorado with 82, Vegas with 82, but Colorado had more wins, so they get the uh, tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Minnesota, 75, St. Louis, 63. Those are your playoff teams. Arizona, 54, Kings, 49, San Jose, 49, Anaheim, 43. So we had uh, Colorado beat St. Louis. Sounded like it was pretty easy last night. What, 4-1? 4-1, uh,
3: yeah. uh, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then uh, the Minnesota Wild went in and knocked uh, Knocked off uh, Vegas in overtime on Sunday, so they leave yeah, the series. Very, so diff- game very
5: defensive game, but uh, the two be- the two best teams in the West uh, are going to be if they can get out of their various <coughs> series are going to be Colorado and Vegas. Oh yeah, um, well that makes
2: know. sense. Well, okay, so the schedule tonight and we have at seven thirty we have the Islanders at Pittsburgh. And also Sports Network. Uh, yep. All right. At 8, at 8 o'clock, Tampa Bay at Florida. CNBC. And then at uh, 10, we have Minnesota at the Vegas Golden Knights. NBC, Back on NBC And yep. and, uh, and as I say, Boston and Washington, one apiece. Islanders and Pittsburgh, a one-nothing. Uh, Islanders, Carolina and Nashville, one-nothing. Carolina, Tampa Bay and Florida, one-nothing. uh Tampa Bay. Bay, Minnesota, and Vegas. Minnesota won nothing, and Colorado over St. Louis won to nothing. Mm-hmm. And then still to finish, Calgary and Vancouver, they're the only ones that need to, to finish. And they are going to play a meaningless game at 4 o'clock today. Yep. And it did turn out, the only other NHL item I think we have is the firing of David Quinn as the uh, Rangers coach.
5: Yep. Uh, a matter of fact, Brian Leach uh, left the organization. Um, I guess he was in the front office. Uh, Chris Rooney I guess is basically cleaning out that entire front office so it'll be very interesting to see uh if he brings in a GM or you know, and what kind- of, what kind of coach winds up there, uh, I feel bad for David Quinn. I don't think any of this was his fault i i don't I did not agree with the firing of uh, John Davidson and Jeff Gordon. um I think this is Dolan basically trying to do what he always does to the Knicks this time he's doing it to the Rangers. I think the Rangers are on the right track, and I hope that somebody doesn't screw this up because. Well,
2: what I'm thinking, they didn't go and hire a coach right off the bat. They may be waiting for somebody who's coaching, you know, an NHL team, right? You know, in the playoffs. So right. uh, you may have a name come in, you know, like uh, happened with Barry Trotz with the Islanders. So they may right. look at that and say, "Hey, you know, so and so might be available, and uh, let's wait. And uh, when they're eliminated, we'll we'll talk to them." And
5: know? remember, uh, we'll have the expansion draft this year for Seattle, so that's going to be. And Ron Francis is already their GM, and, of course, he'll bring in a coach. So right. yep. so uh, there's going to be openings, and, of course, uh, Columbus has an opening, and there's a few other teams with openings. Yep. And there might even be more before – you know, everything breaks out.
2: Okay. So, Sean, you got some uh, little college uh, info, right?
6: Yeah, well, first of all, we ha- Sunday we had the FCS championship game. Sam Houston State defeated South Dakota State. And I guess a bunch of the Southland teams like Sam Houston and Sierra Austin, the WAC is coming back to play football. So they'll be going to the WAC next year. But the WAC is going to be an FCS conference. So New Mexico State is in the WAC for everything except football. But, yeah, so we finally got our 2020 uh FCS champions, and uh, that, but they'll turn around and play in three months. Yep. But, couple, but a couple other things, ESPN, ABC, which one of the games I actually said CBS earlier, but it is an ABC game. Uh, ABC leaked some of their week one. Well, they leaked a bunch of times for different weeks, but some marquee games on week one. Alabama-Miami will be on ABC at 3.30 Eastern. And of course, a big seven uh, seven thirty Eastern game that night. Uh, these are on uh, September fourth on Saturday. A big seven thirty Eastern will be Georgia Clemson. The Sunday night game will be Notre Dame Florida State. That'll be a big ABC game. And then the, if I always have that Labor Day game. Labor Day game, Perry. You get some Louisville Ole Miss for Labor Day night. So
2: should be should uh, be good. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. and and uh, obviously we've been talking about good things with the uh, pros bringing the fans back. It looks like college football will be back with uh, all the folks in the fans And what what it looks it like? Sounds for now. like
6: it. Yeah, you got the Jerry World games going, the Atlanta games. Uh, just you know, all these all these games at neutral sites coming back. So uh, mm-hmm. that you have that first week. So it's really, I mean, already looking to be a pretty good. First week, uh, like I said, it all it'll get going with some early games. That Thursday night, September second, you'll have a few, you know, a couple of games, and th- you'll have games all weekend, second yep. through Monday the sixth. So,
2: yeah. you know, and then that's the the thing that I like about that weekend is the NFL hasn't started yet, and you have some games that mean something. You know, you, you said you know three weeks ago, you say, oh, football's back, yay! Here's a football game. You know, so you had the Hall of Fame game, you have the the games because you're going to have. By the way, that's right. There's three exhibition games. Uh, yeah, I thought they were
6: yeah.
5: going to be two,
2: but there yeah, are, I did two. Three. Yeah, but there
6: are three. So yeah, uh, there are three. Yeah, it is three. And one thing, one thing with college, I will say. Now, in the past. That first week has been kind of a throwaway week. But with TV stepping up and some of these neutral site games and showcase games, about the last 10, 12 years, teams have really stepped it up and mm-hmm. played some marquee games that first week. I mean, Alabama does it. Uh, Georgia does it. Texas A&M has done it. Texas does it. Notre Dame, Florida. Those yep. schools you know, are stepping it up you know, and
3: playing some of these mm-hmm. big These big games.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I think is. Let's um, get
3: one more college note, Chris. College baseball, remember how we were saying they were going to announce the hosts'. on may 10th well what that is is kind of like with the ncaa tournament you know how they announce the top 16 seeds you know and all the stuff they do with the ncaa that's what they're doing with college baseball they're just announcing to you at that point if the tournament would start then this is who the hosts would be so you won't know the hosts until memorial day like normal but they're just doing it you know kind of to get some publicity yeah, nice. that last week they did a top twenty.
6: They said these are to- sixteen of these twenty will do it. Now they narrowed it down to sixteen. So yeah. okay. And, 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 week- and, and
3: by the way, Pierre, a lot of uh, SEC representation, but that's not a shock at yeah. all.
6: Yeah, and a bunch of Big 12 and some ACC, uh, like I said, uh, conferences are wrapping up this weekend, except, well, the Pac-12 will play next weekend. They do not have a conference tournament, but the other conferences, tournaments will be starting next Tuesday, Wednesday. They have to be done by Sunday because, yeah, on Memorial Day at noon Eastern, Selection Monday, and then that next week. uh, And college baseball is pretty much... Been on schedule. I mean, you've had a few games here and there canceled, uh, more because of rain. Like tonight's Texas Rice game canceled because of threat of rain, you know, and then others. But more because of rain than COVID, I've noticed.
2: Right. Okay. All right. So I think we're ready for our poll question. Are we not?
6: All right. And the poll question, where you can call in at six four six eight seven six ninety nine twenty three and then enter code two eight seven seven two three forty six hundred. Hit the pound key twice, uh, guys. That. Maybe you guys are not in Hall of Fames that should be, and guys that are in Hall of Fames that should not be, and we're not talking like we're we're throwing the steroid stuff out. We're throwing based on. Accolades and stuff like that, you know. We're throwing the Pete Rose uh, because again, we know, you know. But you know what I'm talking about. And it's all came about, like I said, because Rudy Tomjanovich has campaigned for somebody to be in the Hall of Fame. So.
2: Okay, all right. So I, my uh, thing that I would say uh, for for us here, probably Kurt Schilling. I think he ought to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, obviously, I don't agree with him at all politically, but I think uh, you know he's he's close enough, and I hope politics isn't keeping him out. The other thing I always do say, in, because I'm, I'm in a way not saying it is a steroid thing, because it's very clear what Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds did before the steroid. And those were Hall of Fame careers. So uh, you could take everything away and not worry about it. I mean, it'll be on their plaques if they get in, but you can see what they did, what Roger did here, and what uh, Barry Bonds did before he started to hit all those home runs, and you know their Hall of Fame career. So they should be in. Uh, The guy on the Patriots that I think should be in that he is not in is Gino Capoletti. I don't understand it. Gino Capoletti was a, a, a reliable have a wide receiver. He wasn't like a blazing speed guy, but he always caught the ball. He was their best wide receiver for eight or nine years here. He was, you know, a kicker, scored a whole bunch of points, you know, but still sometimes people are passing him. Obviously we've had Vinatieri and uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Guskowski. So he's been passed, but I mean, he was, you know, because he was scoring touchdowns and kicking those field goals. So like George, he was a poor man's George Blanda. You know, he wasn't a quarterback. But he was a wide receiver, but he, he should be in anyway. There's probably some other Patriots. I don't know which Patriots are in the Hall of Fame or not. One thing that's a pet peeve of mine, however, is that the NFL says we must have 15 people this year or 12 people that year or whatever. <laughs> and it doesn't really matter. And I think that's ridiculous. I think if the, I like the way baseball does it, where if there's none, there's none. If they're sick, they're sick. And that's fine. Hockey. Is, is they they have the lowest bar in the world. I know one guy that's in there that I cannot believe, and I don't I don't know his stats, but I just know uh, this is before uh, Bobby Orr and all those guys. Leo Boyden was just a guy, you know, to me. He was just you know he, did, he played here for a long time. Was a defenseman, uh, you know, and stuff. He's just a guy. He, I don't know why he'd be in the Hall of Fame, but he is. So the Hockey Hall of Fame, I think, has a pretty low bar. Maybe it's improved, but in the old days, I think basketball. Uh, I don't have any complaints about the basketball. Uh, it
5: Hall. has improved,
6: Chris. So.
2: Yeah, I hope so because they. I think. Well, we've only got 16, so, and everybody else has 16 and 12, and poor us, poor little well, league, we got to put more people. Well, this
6: is the biggest class basketball has had in a while. I mean, I thought the class of nine was big. And remember, the basketball is not the NBA Hall of Fame. It is the Naismith right. Basketball
4: Hall of yep. Fame. Unlike the others, it's all basketball.
2: That's right. Okay, Rick?
4: Um, Well, first, uh, the one that comes right to head is is what you said, Kurt Schilling, and he definitely is being held out by the – I mean, Dan Shaughnessy has come out and said that he used to vote for him, and now he doesn't because of his political views. Yeah. um, now uh, you you mentioned Cabaletti and I wouldn't have thought of him, but you're absolutely right there. Um, I don't think there's any, I can't think of any Giants because they're in New York. If they if they're close, yeah. they're probably going to make it. Yeah. Um, another Patriot. I I'm not certainly not a Patriot fan, but the guy I always thought was really good was Steve Nelson. That's I, true. That's I think true. he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I do too. And and one one guy I can think off. I mean, it's so subjective, but one guy I can think offhand that you know it's like the Supreme Court with the pornography. When you you either see you know it or you don't know it when you yes. see them. The guy that I don't think should be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm probably going to incur the wrath of Jamal here, but Harold Baines to me was not a Hall of Famer.
5: Uh no that that uh, Rick that whole Veterans Committee. Uh, vote. Remember, Jerry Reinsdorf was on that voting committee. Uh, Tony LaRusso was on that voting committee.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right.
5: I mean, Harold Baines was a good player, but definitely yeah. not a Hall of Famer. Yeah,
1: and that's
4: all, about all I have, and Harry.
3: I would say I agree with with um, He, you know, if yeah. some guys that have gotten in are, he certainly belongs in it. And I have heard two Rick of people that said I don't vote for him because of his political views, and yeah. I'm sure that I'm. Sure sure you know what i'm sure there's a lot of people that i would disagree with them horribly politically but if they're a hall of famer i would say they're going in you know if your numbers and i'm telling you you can say what you want about gambling and everything pete rose should be in the hall of fame based upon numbers now if you want to put the the gambling and all in there whatever but based upon numbers alone that guy is a hall of
2: famer oh certainly yeah we have we now have a uh, segment on the red sox pregame show when uh, mud is on where he does a whole DraftKings thing about you know what his best bet is for the night on, on DraftKings, usually <laughs> involving the Red Sox game, and you know so if that's going to happen, you know maybe maybe it's time to just say you know it's been you know over twenty you know over thirty years whatever and just you know move on.
3: Well, the reason know. the reason that they won't do that do that is that I think some people feel that because of. The pressure that that put on Giamatti, that that might have caused his. Well, that's right. People do. You know. and, how and the was other that- thing, too, as but, soon as you and do and that. Plus, plus, Bud Selig, you know, people give him high praise in this and you know because he didn't back down in this. And right. Frankly, I've never been a Bud Selig fan for a lot of other reasons, but we won't go into here. Well, the other thing, too, <laughs> is
2: the first time they put a steroid guy in. Then they got to put Pete Rose in. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, Bill. And
6: how is this going to look? Especially if they put if, if the, the A's or an expansion team goes to Vegas, and but Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. Correct. Yeah, know.
5: I, I think eventually he's got to be in the Hall of Fame because look at the number of states now that are in uh, they are approving, uh, you know, sports
3: betting. And I'll tell you the uh, the the only other one that I can think of right offhand is um, he's in there now. Why did not Ron Santo get into the Hall of Fame before the man was dead?
7: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I
3: mean, really?
1: Bill. Okay. Um, I definitely, Pete Rose, even before gambling, whatever you oh. say, his career was just outstanding. I, I can tell
3: the, you, Bill, as a Cubs fan, I've been hurt by him on numbers of occasions. Right. <laughs> you know,
1: also, I hate to say it, but I would also have put Roger Clemens in the Hall of Fame, and I would probably put Bobby Bonds right there. Good, You say this week, you not
2: mean Barry Bonds.
1: Barry Bonds, <laughs> I'm sorry. I usually no, say well, that. Bobby wasn't that bad either. It
2: just shows we're old, Bill. We remember yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bonds. <laughs> exactly. We are old.
1: But uh, yeah. those those are three right there. There's no question or doubt about it. In time those players and who knows what goes on today and but the other one in football I might be a little biased but I might put Reggie Wayne um a wide receiver that's that's okay
2: that's okay okay. we we can be biased.
1: Is yeah. Marvin Harrison in already? Uh, yes. I don't. Th- I don't think yes, he, he is. Yes, he is. Marvin Harrison oh, okay. is in. Oh, he should All
2: be. Right. Yeah. All okay. Right. No, I can see. I think Reggie Wayne. That's that's a good candidate. Yeah, I
1: I, I yep. think uh, he would probably go in there. No, I don't think T Y Hilton or whatever that guy's name is. They just <laughs> resigned. He's not going to know Hall of Fame, but definitely short-termers. I think. Andrew Luck for a short-term quarterback, I wouldn't um, overall, no. Yeah,
2: that's going to be tough. It's going to yeah. take, You know, a short-term,
1: but yeah. that had an impact on a team. But, yeah, I would. And, you know, I was thinking of the Cincinnati Bengals. I can't think of anybody over the past 10, 12, 15 years there that I would put in the Hall of Fame. Is
3: Boomer uh, in? Yeah,
5: no. Boomer, yeah, Boomer
1: not is not in. Oh, no, he's not in. Boomer, he's no, he's not. He not. might if get he is, in the if broadcast.
3: He, is, he thing. probably should
5: be. I think well, Boomer is. said himself, as a football player, I don't deserve to be in.
2: So, I think he does. Can you see what they, who some of the people they put in sometimes.
1: But, and I agree yeah. on Ron Sano, too. Um, he, he definitely, no, no question. Should have been in. Yeah, um, too long. No, no question. I give it up to Robert.
2: Robert, Robert.
5: Um, you know, uh, before this, before the Hall of Fame class was announced this year, I would have definitely been campaigning for Tom Flores. I don't know why it took them so long to finally put him in. I mean, he's uh, the first Hispanic coach who won two Super Bowls, uh, and it took him forever. Well, how about his quarterback that won those Super Bowls, Jim Pluckett? I mean, uh, without – I don't think – Dan. remember, we traded for Dan Pastorini, and uh how sure about you so
3: you traded for Dan
5: Patrick <laughs> no <laughs> and uh had it not been for uh, Pastorini uh breaking his leg Jim Plunkett mm, uh, probably wouldn't have never gotten a chance to play because remember the Raiders picked him up from the 49ers because the uh, the 49ers just out and out released him and they, and the, the well, that's didn't... the
2: problem. See, what happened to Plunkett, he got so banged up when he was here, and he he yeah. did pretty well here, really, yeah. the first, those first four. Yeah. Ended up he had to uh, lost his job to Steve Grogan because he'd been so beaten up. Right. That's when they traded him to the 49ers. He, had, he then was wandered in the wilderness for about five years and did nothing. That's pretty hard to get off yeah. your Hall of Fame. That's one of the things that slowed Jim Rice down was the last five years of his career were nowhere near as good as the first, you know, 10th. So yeah. if you have a gap like that, that, that's what <sighs> can mess you up.
5: And of course, uh, other raiders that probably should be there: Cliff Branch. You know, as yes. we discussed oh, yes. before, you Absolutely.
2: Know, I know he wasn't there.
5: You know, DC. he's not. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, uh, the yeah, two One raiders, of the criteria
2: that they say about Hall of Fame is if you dominated your position for a few years, yeah. and he was the best wide receiver for four or five years there uh, in the seventies.
5: Before Len Swan and John Stallworth came along, him and Fred Belitsnikov dominated the AFC. You That's know, right. That's and right. And Belitnik- Belitsnikov. But not Cliff Branch. Yeah, he should be. So, you know, um, and look, I totally agree on Pete Rose. I mean, it's a travesty that he got there. Kurt uh, Schilling, he definitely should be there. But I'm afraid what's going to happen because of the upcoming ballot, remember, you're going to have Alex Rodriguez, you're going to have David Ortiz, and you're going to – I forget, uh, there might be a couple of others that are going to appear on the Hall of Fame ballot this year. I have a feeling the Veterans Committee is going to have to eventually
3: get Kurt Schilling in. The, and one th- they- the one thing, though, that may- Help with with Alex Rodriguez is he's got a big strike on him too, so I don't think a lot. He won't steal a lot of votes. I I think
2: Ortiz will get in, but uh, yeah, he's not. That's that's going to be interesting. Ortiz it is because he's a borderline guy because he had some issues with it too. uh,
5: You were just talking about the steroid. Well, he's going to be the first real case. I mean, Mike Piazza was accused, but nothing was ever proven. Yeah, I think I think David Ortiz is going to be the very interesting case. It'll be interesting to see what the writers. to get in. Too, I think you know? he probably is, in. and that, yeah, that goes back
4: to the media because he's so popular. with he, the media. He is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. think will
2: get in. And uh, the other thing we forgot to mention uh, in the NBA news, because I heard it when the Celtics went to Minnesota. Yes, indeed. A Rod, Rob Roberts' buddy, is oh, yeah. buying the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. I guess
5: yeah. that I guess that deal finally did go through. I you know. But anyway, let's go to Sean. Speaking of J- uh, basketball,
3: Jamal, Jamal, you can start to get ready because Uh-oh. when Sean gets done, then you're next. So go ahead
2: and unmute <laughs> Jamal. But well, Sean, yeah, go ahead. you're in trouble.
3: <laughs> one that one that should have gone in
6: sooner, he probably did, is Drew Pearson. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He should have gone in. I agree with you on a lot of these with Schilling and a lot of these people. Another one now, yes, he was smoking weed. He went. Wh- he didn't quit at certain times before the drug test, so of course he had to go to the mandatory. But the guy who rushed for ten thousand yards is Ricky Williams. Yeah, there's people with a lot less. You even with everything, but going to Miami, I mean, he rushed for ten thousand yards. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, Ricky Marijuana Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who else had a whole Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go. With two that well, two that got in this year that I still question whether in Ben Wallace only five point three points per game getting in this year that was stupid. I mean, especially when you got the biggest class you've ever had, sixteen people. And even Rick Adelman never won a championship. Why is he going in now? Uh, but those are two that I can think. Why are they in? I mean, there's there's plenty of others that I'm like, yeah. you know, <laughs> why there's there's a lot. But I mean, those two especially. This all came about because Rudy Tomjanovich on his speech was campaigning for Robert Ory. And I'm kind of questioning, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think because Robert Ory won the six titles, Sean, I think. Well, he and Ory was a Rudy T guy for years. Remember, he played most of his career with the Rockets. He was on those teams with yeah. Otis Thorpe and Kenny the yeah. Jet and Akeem. Yep. And when Clyde Drexler came in, he also at the late 80s into the 90s, I mean, he, he played – he stayed with Rudy Key to the end, and then he went to the Lakers and then the Spurs and then – Yep. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. I think because of the six titles he gets in.
6: Okay, go ahead, Jamal.
8: A couple things here, gentlemen. First of all, I would put Robert Ory in the same class as Reggie Wayne. Good secondary players don't belong in the Hall of Fame. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> now, as for – some of these others, I do agree about Kirk Schilling as right-wing of a fruitcake as he is. He belongs there because of his numbers. I agree with Peter Edward Rose. I agree with Clemens. I agree with Bonds. All those gentlemen should be in there. Hell, you got Ty Cobb in there with his...
2: Yeah, racist uh, attitude.
8: With his background. If Ty Cobb could be in there, then... Then Kirk Schilling right. should be in there too, not to compare too, but you know, yep. but playing now. Well, now
5: I, g- he- I get the feeling Jamal that uh, uh, we we're uh, we're getting younger and younger people voting uh, with the media every year. I have a feeling uh, eventually all these steroid guys will eventually find their way to to get in. Right. A, All
3: I can I say is they wanted... better they better hope they get in, and it's not the veterans committee because I don't know that the veterans
7: committee <laughs> is going to put them in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Now, now speaking now speaking of the veterans
8: committee and. Comment that Rick made. Yes. <laughs> with all with, with all due respect, your comments were absurd. <laughs> Harold Baines was hurt. <laughs> Harold Bain's was hurt. Rick, for about, I believe you were just called it, a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. You know, Harold, Harold Baines on this career was hurt for about two or three years, where he could have had had he stayed healthy, that had another two hundred and fifty hits that would have got him to three thousand. That's the only reason he get three thousand hits.
4: But well, I think there's a lot of plays that are hurt. You can't assume what they were going to do.
8: Yeah. Well, well but, but this was I've watched Harold's career. and This was during the heart of his career for a couple of years. The man was hurt, and he would have had the stats to get three thousand hits had it not
4: been those two years like 1985 and 1987. Now, yeah, well, Ted Williams missed many years for the, being and in the Ted service he, and he still put up plenty of numbers to get in the home. Ted
5: Williams missed a total of five seasons
2: because yeah. of military service. And, and, and he and Ted Williams got in rightfully? He got in. I, yeah, I, and, and but no. people figure he probably would have had about 650 home runs if he had Oh, hurt, yeah. You know?
7: yep.
2: I mean, missing, now not want, hurt. Well, hurt and missing the service because he did miss half a year in 54 the Brooklyn right. told it. Uh-huh. Now I, want, now I want to talk by somebody who
8: should have gotten in longer way before what he did. That was Lee Arthur Smith. At yeah. the time he retired, I mean, yeah. the man was the all-time saves leader in baseball. It took the doggone Veterans Committee, the same one that put in Cobain, rightfully so, to also write another injustice and put in Lee Smith. Now,
5: you know, Jamal, you're the Bears fan. Is there any Chicago Bears that aren't in the hall that should be there? Yes,
8: yeah, yeah, so I got a couple I could think of off the top of my head. Stephen McMichael, the yep. defensive tackle, he had a yeah,
7: very uh, strong stellar right
8: career, now. and yeah, the poor guy has got uh, ALS, and it's sad. Also, it's another sad. guy who wouldn't, uh, another Bears from the '85 team who who dominated for five years, but his back got jacked up, and he couldn't. He didn't have a longer career what he what he could have, and that's Jim Kober, one of the dominant offensive linemen.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Those two, in particular should have been in can or should be in Canton.
6: and yeah that is Well steve mcmichael yeah for those who don't know he he just came out and said he had als uh, they're right. doing GoFundMe's yeah. to help get him a wheelchair because he's not doing many public appearances anymore he can barely speak uh you know, he's at that point, and, yeah. you know, yeah. here, of course, here in Austin, he had an ALS golf tournament, ironically, before he ever had it, and so now there definitely some others have stepped up. Earl Campbell and others have all stepped up, and they're doing it, but several bears, and, of course, Rick Flair has stepped up and helped him because they're close friends, so, yeah. It, it's,
5: and, Sean, I heard because Earl Campbell occasionally will call in the Mad Dog show, I guess he's now yes. permanently
6: in a wheelchair. Is that true? Uh Steve McMichael? No, Earl Campbell. Really? Uh pretty yeah, he's in a wheelchair now. He's yeah, he's beat up. He's in a wheelchair. He, I love that one. I like the first time they play this clip of Earl on one of our local stations about Earl calling in, and he and they go, "Let's go to Earl and all." He goes, "He what? I was a running back." He's like, "Mad Dog's like, why is this Earl Campbell? Why don't you him? He goes, <laughs> "I'm right. a
5: listener, just like I'm a listener, just like everybody else, Doug." Oh, <laughs> and and he, he calls in on a regular basis, and he all, and, and Chris just, and Chris always gets mad at him, but why don't you tell everybody, you're Earl Campbell? You'd go first, you know. <laughs> I'm a listener uh, uh,
6: just like everybody else. Well, okay.
7: Yeah. Well, yeah, so, uh, speaking of speaking of going, of
3: speaking <laughs> of going first, David USF, you are not muted, so just go right ahead and speak.
7: Uh, hey guys, I wanted to uh, uh, correct really quick. Correct, Robert. Uh, oh, I'm Robert sorry. What,
5: what did I make Robert, a mistake
7: on? <laughs> Robert Horry has won seven titles, not six. Oh, seven. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, two with the Rockets, '94 and '95. Uh, three with the Lakers, 2000, 2002. And two with the Spurs, 2005
2: and 2007. Well, he beat oh, Michael Jordan. He... So he can get in. There you I go. F- yeah, I forgot
7: right. he was on all three of those teams. Sorry, David. Also, also, uh, I have three candidates for the uh, who should be in the Hall of Fame. All okay. the Dodgers. <laughs> Gil, uh, number one, Gil Hodges. Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's not. He's not yeah. in. No. Wow. No, he's not. He should be. Uh, yep. Number two, Steve Garvey. Oh wow. Okay. He's not in. Yeah. No, he's not in either. Nope. Yeah, he's 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 been on the, you know, he's no longer on the eligible, you know, on the regular ballot. But uh, you know, he's uh, also uh, might be a little bit biased on this, but Oral Hershiser. Oh
6: yeah!
5: Wow, uh, all, three yeah, guys, guys, all, three all three of those guys. All three of those. guys des- deserve to be there. Yeah. Now,
3: now, of yep. course, when we when we said as a Cub fan, I was hurt by Pete Rose. I was also hurt by Steve Garvey
4: at '84, <laughs> but that was when he was 84. a power, right? Yeah. there's a lot of pain right. to be in a Cubs fan. There cer- yes, there
7: <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> right, okay, Davis. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, right, thank, thank you, Dave. Good, Good job. job. And Garvey, okay. yeah,
6: he could be another. He could be, from what I heard on some stories, he could be in another Hall of Fame with Sean Kemp and. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yes,
3: that's, that's correct. Well, that, Chamberlain, Chris, yeah. Chris, Chris, go ahead. Let's see if you can keep okay. us under Let's the two-hour mark.
2: I think okay. we can do this. Okay. Colt Frennan, 37 years old. We talked about him a little bit uh, last week, but David, uh, who we, we just heard from, uh, gave us some more information. Hawaii, uh, University of Hawaii from 05 through 07, and uh, several NCAA uh, records, uh, but he was picked in the sixth round in 08 by the Washington Redskins. Uh, never appeared, uh, so maybe he was small, I don't know. Never appeared in a regular season game for the Redskins. Uh, he tore a hamstring in preseason uh, in uh, 2009 and, uh, and also hurt his hip. Then in 2010, he was in a car crash in Hawaii and he had a broken ribs and head injury, uh, uh, TBI, traumatic brain injury. And then, uh, but his Hawaii records, <clears throat> he threw for uh, 14,193 yards. He had 131 touchdowns. He had 15 rushing touchdowns too. And then, uh, fourth all time passing and second all time. Uh, for touchdowns with 100, uh, 146 all altogether, And then he had uh, 2,400 yard yeah. games. These were the games that were on at uh, like midnight. And you could stay out yeah. yeah. in you know, Hawaii and Fresno State or something. Uh, he had 39 passes, passing touchdowns to Devin uh, Betts, I think, and uh, sixth overall in passing yards and uh, he had many uh, legal problems later on in uh, his life from college on and died of an overdose uh, of fentanyl they think. Okay, then we get to Jerry Burns, 94 years old. He was a quarterback at Michigan from 47 through 50, then an assistant coach at Hawaii in 51, assistant coach Division III uh, Whittier uh, College in 52, the home of Richard Nixon. Not that he went there, but I don't think he did, but uh, that was his hometown. High school in Michigan in 53, then he was assistant in, uh, in Iowa, 54 through 60, head of coach in Iowa, 61 through 65, assistant in Green Bay, 66-67, Minnesota offensive coordinator from 68 through 85, and the head of coach of the Vikings from 86 to uh, 91. He had uh, two Super Bowl uh, wins with the Green Bay, and he had three Super Bowl appearances with Minnesota, and then uh, so the offensive coordinator. And then, uh, let's see, his college record was 16-27 and 2, so the Iowa teams were not great. Parents no, I, uh, th- th- those
3: were, That was in uh, when Iowa's football program was in the tank.
2: <laughs> His NFL record was uh, fifty-five and forty-six. He did make the uh, the championship game as a coach and lost to the Redskins uh, in nineteen eighty-eight. And then, uh, and then. He died of uh, just a lot of health concerns. Again, he was ninety whatever I said. What was ninety four? Yeah. So a lot of health concerns. Then we get to small college land here for Don Dyer, eighty-seven years old, uh, Henderson State uh, in Arkansas. He was the head coach there, sixty-three through seventy-eight, and then uh, and then uh, Central Arkansas. He was the coach there from seventy-nine through ninety-three. They were NAIA teams. His coaching record was six hundred and six and two hundred and seventy seven. Uh he was the coach of Scottie Pippen. Got him going. yeah. And uh he was in NAIA championship games uh in seventy uh in for uh, Henderson State in seventy six and central Arkansas in ninety one and ninety two. And uh Henderson State Hall of Fame in ninety seven and the NAIA in uh ninety two and Central Arkansas Hall of Fame in oh four. We moved to Bobby Jones, eighty one years old. He uh played at uh Georgetown College in in Kentucky from 50, and then he uh let's see, I think he coached there for fifty nine uh Hang on. He played there, uh, 59 through 62. Yeah, Then he, okay. Assistant there, 65 through 67. Assistant, uh, Kentucky Wesleyan, 67 through 72. Headed Kentucky Wesleyan from 72 to 80. Division two champion, champs in uh, 68 and 69, and, and again in 73. And he was a Division two coach of the year in 73. His coaching record was 119 and 90. Uh, and let's see. And the last guy, I think, uh, is it the last guy? Uh yes it is. Yeah. Fred Martinelli, 92 years old, uh high school uh high school coach in Ohio from 51 through 58 and then he was the head coach at Athl- Ashland University uh in Ashland, Ohio from 59 through 93 and the AD there from 67 through 91, 217 119 and 12 uh 10 conference championships and uh college football hall of fame in 2002 and that is it for that that list. And Central Arkansas, by the way,
6: is an FCS school now in the uh, Southland, and Anderson State is a Division II school. And I, uh,
2: Everybody moves they up. Moved up. Everybody moves up. up.
6: Okay, right, well, Sean, wrap it up. All right, well, if anybody wants to check this out again or tell your friends, they can download the podcast. Go to legendoldies.com. Type uh, download Sports Lounge Live, or they can type in Sports Lounge Live three words in their podcatcher, or tell their smart device to uh, play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcast, or go to 773-572-3006 option number nine. Check that out. Next week we'll be back. PGA Championship. We'll be getting you ready for Indy five hundred. We'll have we'll be into the playoffs in the NBA and NHL, and more baseball stuff, and who knows what the NFL will be up to. And getting you ready for the college baseball tournament. So it'll be right before Selection Monday. So I guess until next week, we will see you.